Last week was a stunner to the Fort Payne Wildcats through a combination of several factors. The Cats let a victory slip away to the Lee Generals. It was a shock to all of us and was yet another roadblock in what has become the 2023 football season. But alas, the Wildcats still have a lot of opportunity in front of them. If they can win tonight and next week and Buckhorn beats Lee tonight, the Cats can still host a first-round playoff game. So, at least in this regard, this team still has a lot to play for. And as Willie Nelson used to say, we're on the road again. This week we're in beautiful Hazel Green, Alabama as the Fort Payne Wildcats take on the Hazel Green Trojans. Good evening, everybody. I'm Chris Dura. I'm your play-by-play -play announcer, joined right in time by the specialist Brian Northcutt. And I suppose that's unprofessional, Chris, to say that I just walked in. No, well, here's what I'm going to add to that. <laughs> if, any, if anybody listening has ever seen a Phil Collins video of In the Air tonight when he can walk up and play the drum solo right when it hits, yeah, that's you, brother. That's it. You walked up right, right on in, time. Right on time. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little uh, haul to Hazel Green. Yes, Brian. Brian's just—he's—he uh, uh, was having to drive the band here, so he had just arrived with the band. Yeah. As we're here in uh, Hazel Green, Alabama, I'm gonna call it Trojan Stadium. I don't see official name. No, uh, but it's pretty. It's pretty. It's grass. Yes. Yeah. Very natural grass. I did. This is the old school. Like it's starting to turn uh, brown. Yes. I did tell Coach Elmore as as I was walking in beside him. He and the team were coming in. And I was walking beside. Him, I said, Coach, that I love the look at artificial field. I know it's uh, great yeah. for maintenance. I said, but I still miss that cut grass smell. Yep. Yep. It, the there is something about fall Friday night driving down the road and you're seeing 28 tags everywhere all going to the same place and then you pass other buses going in the other direction and <laughs> just uh it's a it's it's just something special about uh Friday nights in high school football and just being connected like this uh e even even with last week and the struggles that Fort Payne had there's just something special about a Friday night with uh, high school football. It sure is. Um, and uh, as he said, it's a, it's a beautiful Friday night here in Hazel Green. Uh, the bands are just now getting settled. The teams have warmed up and have walked off, and we'll be settling in here. Uh, as we said earlier in, in my intro, there will be a game we need to keep our eye on tonight, yeah. the Lee Buckhorn game. Yep, yep, we need. Uh, and, and I haven't kept up enough with region standings, and I know that that's, you know, you never want to check – what the end of the season looks like, but you also want to know kind of where everybody's standing and how everything lays out because there's a big difference in the matchups if Fort Payne can host a first-round game versus having to go on the road on a first-round game. Um, it's just a, it's a whole different animal, and the ability to host is uh, uh, not just an honor, but you end up playing a, a you know lower seed team, and so you got a better opportunity to maybe go on to the second round. So um, not really keeping up with it, but Coach Elmore is, is – um, indicated that um, if Buckhorn defeats Lee tonight, which is just, what, 10, 15 minutes down the road, mm -hmm. um, then next week's game against Buckhorn will be for that number two seed. So a lot to play, still to play for. Uh, we will be watching that score and kind of keeping everybody updated on it. And uh, hopefully Fort Payne and Buckhorn can do their jobs and then next week's for the second seed. We don't need to get to it. I mean, uh, Coach Elmore led to maybe part of the fault into last week's um, loss was the prep not preparation but the mentality going into that game and I say that to say we're playing a hazel green team that is hazel green team that is winless yeah yeah so we, we have to be still mentally there right and, and and he even mentioned you know this this uh, having a the kind of a letdown that was last week you know maybe hazel green is not the greatest matchup for them to get back that edge that they need 
but it's the next game on your schedule, and you've got to you've got to win this game, and hopefully it'll get Fort Payne to go back in the right direction, catch some more momentum, you know, maybe defeat Buckhorn next week, and then get ready to host because they're gonna you know they're gonna end the season with two pretty good teams, Cherokee County and Athens are no slouches, so it's gonna be a challenge. So we'll have three again, three home games in a row. Is that correct? That's correct. We'll, we'll play Buckhorn. Um, Cherokee, uh, Hazel, Athens. I mean, Athens and then Cherokee County. So, so Cherokee County will be senior night. Um, yeah, and, that, and that's a, yeah, you'll be down there. I'll be down you? on the field. Well, that's I have right. a senior band player, so I'll be right in the middle of the field. That's it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll think I can cover for you. So we'll That'll be, be awesome. All right, well, at this point, we'll take a two-minute timeout, and we'll be back right after this. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. community and the love for the game that's what southern properties and wildcat football are all about at southern properties we don't just sell homes we support dreams rooted in fort Payne, just like you southern properties is your local real estate partner utilizing cutting edge technology we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting join us in celebrating the community spirit support wildcat football with southern properties from southern properties Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Ider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like it. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go All right, welcome back into Hazel Green, Alabama, where the Wildcats will be taking on the Trojans this evening. Uh, this week, me and Brian had a chance to sit down with Coach Elmore and talk about tonight's game, and we'll go to that interview right now. Brian Northcutt back here with uh, Fort Payne head football coach Chris Elmore. Coach, uh, kind of a little bit behind now the schedule on uh, getting to that host in a playoff game. It's not not as assured as it was, although it's still doable. But this week, uh, traveling again uh, over to the Huntsville area and playing Hazel Green. Uh, just looking at them on film, what are you seeing so far? Well, you know, it's it's another situation where we don't want to we don't want to do what we did last week and, and and take anybody for granted. But they they are um, 
Yeah, they they probably the first two. They're struggling right now. They hadn't won a game and uh, hadn't really had a whole lot of games that have been very close. Um, the, you know, uh, as far as in our region, Lee beat them by two or three touchdowns. Now the Buckhorn game was close. Buckhorn was 21-21 in the fourth quarter. Uh, of course, that's a big rival, and Buckhorn was able to score about four or five minutes to go to beat them 28-21. Uh, they lost uh, badly to Gadsden City last week. Of course, Gadsden City has continued to improve and has got a really good football team, as we know. But um, um, so they're 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 searching for a win, and, and you never know how a team's going to handle that. Are they going to, you know, draw a line in the sand and really come out and you know play play their tails off at home, or are they, or have they sort of uh, succumbed to the uh, midseason woes of, of uh, not winning many games? Um, so we we got to expect their best, just like we got last week with Lee's best, and and we've had a good week of uh, preparation. But they they play two quarterbacks also. They got two guys, number fourteen, number fifteen, both play, and um, uh, got some got a good running back and some good receivers and once again big big offensive line they had a big offensive line last year and, and these guys are some of the same guys and, so, and they've uh, obviously added some more but um, really big offensive line and then you know defensively they've been playing a lot of different guys I, I don't know if it's 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 youth or if it's been some injuries or what but they've been playing you know a lot of different guys since the last three or four ball games and uh, so you know we'll see how that you know turns out Friday who, who plays more and who plays less or whatever it is but uh, they're very uh, they're very multiple on defense meaning you know they're based out of a 3-3 but they do a lot of different stunts and looks and, and, and blitzes and, and you just never know really where they even do kind of one deal we, we kind of refer to it as the, the dancing bear they're just all kind of out jumping them around all six guys and when the ball snaps they just all go somewhere uh, so we're going to have to be you know very very sound in our, our pass protection game to pick up all that because it's just very unorthodox and, and different and you never know exactly where they're coming from but uh, um, if we can protect I think we, we can, can get back hopefully get back on track throwing the football and being more consistent there but, uh, but we've got to be able to protect the quarterback and, and, and give him time to do that too. Um, just from speaking back to last Friday night as it impacts this week, I didn't see anybody injury, no injuries last Friday. Were we okay health-wise this far in the season? Caden uh, Newbose is a little banged up, just his uh, same foot that he had uh, surgery on in the offseason kind of got stepped on, and, and uh, so that's been sore and swollen, and hopefully it'll continue to improve. I don't think it's anything long-term, but it's just going to be a matter of how much that can improve by Friday. Because, um, you know, anytime you've had a – a surgery on something and then that kind of gets stepped on that's obviously a very uh, very painful very aggravating but uh, other than other than him um, no we're, we're we're pretty much uh, as healthy as we can be and uh, you know Scholar Cody is starting to make some some noticeable progress and, and we're hopeful that maybe next week is a normal week for him where he starts he starts practice on Monday just like everybody else and uh, and hopefully has a full week of practice and possibly playing in the Buckhorn game but he's he's practiced a, a lot more this week than he has in several weeks and he's done well and um, uh, hopefully that'll continue to be the case as we as we move forward. And then um, we spoke about it off air, but just kind of share with our listeners uh, the morale of the team, the response this week, and, and how that's looked from – from this last week. Yeah, I mean, the good thing is kids are way more resilient than I am. Uh, I, I, I'd probably take this a lot harder than they do, and I'm glad they're that way. I wouldn't want them to, to take it as, as, as poorly as I take it. Uh, I mean, Coach Warndor and I were talking that, you know, we just don't handle losing very well. I'm not a very good loser, and I need, need to probably get better at that because anytime you enter a competition, uh, somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. But uh, uh, they, you know, came back Monday, and, and they were definitely were not happy, and they were not joyous, but they came back with the right mindset of let's go back to work 
work and let's fix it. And and we talked about uh, we talked about the prophet Job in the Bible about how you know he went through a lot of tough times and hard times and and difficult times and and he kept you know patient and kept moving forward and kept doing what he's supposed to do and all of a sudden good things happened to him and I think that's what we said that you know hey this was a miserable experience and we don't ever want it to happen again but we can't fix it but what we can do is go back to work and try to keep working maybe that maybe that happened to us to to help us with something in the future maybe we're gonna have something come around the corner here that's that's uh, really good for us and and maybe that was a learning um, you know moment for all of us and and, and humble us a little bit and, and get us back on track and that's what we tried to, to, to kind of how we try to approach it and uh, uh, we've we've obviously practiced uh, in the morning all three days this week because of fall break but we've had three good mornings and everybody's um, you know been out there been been attentive been ready to go and, and playing really I thought probably one of the best Tuesday practices we've had in a long time just uh, kind of changed up how we do some of our scout stuff and, and, and got our defense a lot more reps than they've ever got and they and they uh, answered the challenge and, and uh, we're flying around making plays and um, and hopefully we can you know utilize that uh, Friday utilize that experience Friday for us alright well that's going to be it for this interview we don't have players of the week uh, after that loss as you mentioned earlier so we're going to uh, just close out this interview. Uh, game time is Friday night, 7 o'clock. Our broadcast time will be 6.30, uh, playing at Hazel Green. So it'll be a away game this week. Coach, good luck to you. Thank you. and the Fort Payne Wildcats. This will be Fort Payne's last away game of the year. They'll, fin they'll finish the season with three home games in a row, and like we talked earlier. Next week's Buckhorn, then Athens comes to town, and end of the season, the senior night will be Cherokee County, and like Brian said, those are two tough teams of the yeah. year. Not yeah, Fort Payne is, uh, doesn't have the luxury of playing uh, really very many easy teams, uh, and it's hard to argue that there's any easy teams on here just from a standpoint of competitiveness, and so um, which is good. It forces forces the kids to be sharp. It forces uh, focus, and really, that's what you want um, if you're playing high school ball. I mean, you want it to be an enjoyable experience, but you also want to learn how to be disciplined, how to get better, how to improve. Um, and, and Coach Elmore and his staff do a great job of just constant improvement, trying to preach the fundamentals. I've talked to several of the coaches, the assistant coaches individually, and just kind of it's it's the common theme of. You know, last week's combination of a lot of errors, a lot of uh, kind of a lackadaisical attitude on some some things that <clears throat> that everybody just kind of got caught up in, and and then it results in a, in a loss, unfortunately. So, but learning opportunities. You got another week this week, and here we go. And here we go. Uh, we'll keep an eye on uh, one important game tonight, the Buckhorn League game, as we talked about that one earlier. Earlier, we'll kind of be rooting silently for Buckhorn. Uh, that might help us. Uh, also, some games, we like to talk about some games around the area that we'll keep an eye on. Uh, I know um, you guys will want to know about your neighbors and how they're doing. Plainview will take on Sylvania this evening. I think Plainview travels in that one. Uh, you've got um, now another good game to keep an eye on, uh, Scottsboro and Sardis. They both have one, identical records, both one loss. Yeah. Scottsboro took their first loss last week against Gunnersville. Now that was... And they only managed six points. Yeah, that's, that's strange. It, you know, I was talking to uh, one of the assistant coaches yesterday, and we were just talking about just the weird season that this has been for Fort Payne. And that first game when, when just the offense for Scottsboro just up and down the field on our defense and then adjustment at halftime and seven points the rest of the way. And, 
And then really the defense has done a good job. Of, and even last week it was kind of poked its head back out again as far as struggling to keep contain and just little mistakes here and there. And <clears throat> But when that defense steps up, um, man, it's just solid. It's solid defense. And it's just strange that it gives up so many points at certain times of the, of the games. Well, last week was a couple of big plays. Yeah. I mean, 90-plus yard plays. But I think the only time the defense hasn't really slowed anybody down was Gadsden City. Yeah. They just kind of kept going. Yep, yep. They never, they never, well, and that, a lot of that's just Gadsden City. That's just right. A former 7A, just a very, very athletic team, and they, they had it clicking on all cylinders. Collinsville will take on Eider tonight, and another one I'll watch, uh, keeping track of is Section and Whitesburg Christian. Uh, Section picked up their first win last week, mm. uh, and I think Whitesburg may still be uh, winless. I can't remember if they're winless or have one win. So Section might pick up another win tonight against Whitesburg yep. Christian. And then Woodville, which is down the road here, will travel past us to Decatur Heritage. I, t- I think I've told their coach, uh, Woodville's kind of my silent team I root there for. You go. That's <laughs> right. Back in the day. Uh, May Jemison takes on Gaston City. I, I look for Gaston City to handle oh, yeah, that one. That, that, yeah, Gaston City just doesn't. They appear, you know, they were, they've been pretty good the last three years or since I've been doing um, – the radio and, and Fort Payne football this year seems to be uh, as good as Fort Payne played with them for three and a half quarters. Gaston City appears to be more of a, a, a complete team than they've been in the three years that I've covered. All right, all right. We'll take a let's take a two minute break, Miss Holly. Then when we come back, we'll we'll talk some more about tonight's action. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. community and the love for the game that's what southern properties and wildcat football are all about at southern properties we don't just sell homes we support dreams rooted in fort Payne, just like you southern properties is your local real estate partner utilizing cutting-edge technology we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting join us in celebrating the community spirit support wildcat football with southern properties from southern properties First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Ider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like me. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats!
consensus, I think. Okay, everybody seems to be sitting down now. Okay. Waiting on the stadium uh, announcer to say something. Yeah, as, as four Paints captains entering the field, uh, number 50, Will Patton, number 77, Hayden Harrell, number four, Nolan Fowler, and number 74, uh, Colton King this week. Starting lineups for Fort Payne on offense. Starting at quarterback, a junior, number five, Dax Varnador. At running back, a sophomore, number 23, Carter Blaylock. At wide receiver, a junior, number eight, Brandon Oliver. At wide receiver, a sophomore, number 17, Riker Shankles. At wide receiver, a sophomore, number six, Blake Griggs. And at wide receiver, a senior, number four, Nolan Fowler. On the offensive line for Fort Payne, left tackle, sophomore, number 56, Jaden Jackson. Left guard, a senior, number 50, Will Patton. At uh, center tonight, uh, a freshman, number 75, Grayson Hester. Right guard, a senior, normally the center, number 55, Jordan Wright. <clears throat> at right tackle, a junior, number 79, Malcolm Jackson. On the defensive side for Fort Payne tonight, defensive line, a, a junior, number 42, Lucas Talent. Defensive lineman, a senior, number 41, Caden Kilgore. Another senior on defensive line, number 77, Hayden Presley. And at defensive end, a sophomore, number 40, Mason Chandler. At linebacker, junior, number zero, Carter Tinker. At linebacker, a senior, uh, number 12, excuse me, number 14, Tyler Wooten. Outside linebacker, a senior, number 24, Bennett Blanks. And the other outside linebacker, a sophomore, number nine, Riker Engel. At cornerback tonight for Fort Payne, a junior, number 22, Connor Kinsley. The other cornerback is also a junior, number 30, Kyle Caminiti. And at safety, uh, junior, number 33, Luke Patton. Those are your starting lineups for Fort Payne. They're doing the toss right now. We'll know who gets what here in just a second. Um, Brian, what do you look for? What do you look for Coach Elmore to do with the team? This is they going to run through their full offense? You think he'll? Yeah, I, I would expect full offense. You know, we and I, he's mentioned this several times. It'd be interesting to see. Fort Payne looks like they may have. If they win the toss, he said they may just try to go ahead and get the offense on the field and let's get this thing rolling now. So it looks like Fort Payne did win the toss. And they are going to receive. So they're not going to defer, which is normally what you would do if you win the toss. So Fort Payne will take the ball. First series, I think they're full gamut at offense. Coach Elmore, I think, uh, based on our conversation in the interview this week, is not going to take anything for granted, especially the fact that this team is winless. The uh, Hazel Green team is winless. They're going to do everything they can to full, uh, run the full gamut, hopefully get up big, and then um, let's get out of here with a win and get ready for next week with Buckhorn, and hopefully Buckhorn will defeat Lee tonight, which will great, uh, create a great matchup. And since the Braves have disappointed all of us, <laughs> we can at least get some solace out of that. Yes. Uh, if you've never been to Hazel Green, they have a natural turf. Um, their colors are, I would say, crimson and white, or maybe crimson and black, and we are on the visitor side on the press box. I mean, we're up high again. We're yeah, with a fence right in our line of sight, so we're going to either be standing up or hunching down all night. And you had to climb through the submarine escape hatch <laughs> to get up here. So well, the good news is if we don't like any of the fans below us, we can throw stuff down on yeah. them because we are right above our fans. Right above them. I, mean, we, I really can't see them. I can see really the think sides. we could hit Coach Elmore if we don't like his play calling. We're close enough to here. yell at him. <laughs> That's for sure. All right, four Not pain. that we would do that, Chris. Not no, that we would no, do no. that. Four pain the lining up to go through the FP and we'll get ready to start this one as we are 42 seconds away from kickoff uh, here comes Hazel Green finally out of their locker room from way back there I can oh, wow, that is a long way it's very plain view like yeah that's a haul Four Payne's got a pretty good contingent and here comes your Wildcats yep. now 
We're painting the white shirts and Vegas gold pants with the black and white stripes and the black helmets with the uphill on the side. Hazel Green is, I'm going to say red. They look red on red with white helmets from here. Yeah, I don't know what that red would be. Is that a red? Is that just a, a cardinal? It may be cardinal. Their flags look a little darker, but their uniforms, you know, it, it doesn't matter. The material always makes things look different. Yeah. So, but their uniforms look red. Their flags look a little more crimson. Our star cardinal, as Ryan said. I'm going to say cardinal just because I don't want to say crimson. Yeah, that's a really good. Yeah, you don't say <laughs> Atlanta Braves red, not to yes. remind us again of the disappointment of the Atlanta Braves this year. They do look very Louisville Cardinal-like Yeah. as they head on the field. <clears throat> All right, Fort Payne will be receiving the kickoff. The cheerleaders have their pink pom-poms as it is uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month here in the month of October. And I'll tell you what, folks, uh, this little misting of rain that came through, it's about to cool off. Yeah, next yeah, yeah few, it's, next it's a days. first quarter sweater tonight, not yeah. the third quarter sweater. The yeah, next few days and this week, you're going you're gonna to finally get those cool, cool temps. And, and where I'm from, on lookout, the colors have changed. Yes, yes. It is time to visit DeKalb County, isn't it? Miss Holly got to, they had a wedding up on the lookout last week and got to enjoy the early color. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, the drones are ready. The team is ready. Hazel Green comes out. Yep, Riker Shankles and... Um, Brandon Oliver back deep for Fort Payne tonight. Brian, you're going to have to help me tonight because I think I may have left my binoculars at Lee last <laughs> week. I can't find them anywhere. So, folks, if you if it takes for a minute for me to call out somebody's name, it's because I can't see and I'm waiting on Brian to tell me. Okay. <laughs> All right, the... Officials have given the football. It is down, and we are ready to go here on another Friday night under the lights. Hazel Green will be kicking off from our left to our right. And kick oh. is away. Nope, it's an onside kick down. Did we get it? I don't know. It's a scramble. They may have got yeah, it. Yeah, it's a surprise onside, and it was it was executed pretty well. We had two men fighting for it, but I'm not sure if they were able to get I it. I don't know that the officials, it may, I, I, there wasn't a clean recovery, so. This may be a result of whoever is holding on to it right yeah. here. That's going to be tough for the officials to know this. Nobody's jumping up and down yet. Fort Payne's got it. Who's Good that? Job. Who Carter that? Tinker Carter got that Tinker. one. Wow. That, that was a really well designed by the by Hazel Green and Fort Payne fortunate to get that. Have you ever been a part of that scrum? Uh, have you ever kicked an onside kick? Not like that, I haven't. Um, I don't know that I ever have in a game. I don't know that we ever did that when I was in high school. <clears throat> All right, so Fort Payne will start from their own 44-yard line, almost midfield. They got four wides, two on each side. Man in motion. Barnador back to throw. He's being pressured. He's, he's grabbed by the waist, and he'll go down for about a 10-yard yep. loss on that play. Not good protection there. Um a bad start for the offense there, trying to get something to develop downfield. We are a lot closer than we were last week, aren't we? A lot closer. I feel like we're right, right on top of it. Be second about, 20, they're going to say 18, Fort Payne on their own 40-yard line. Blaylock in the backfield. Varnador, a quick throw out to the right yeah. side. 
He's got room to run. Try and makes a few moves. He pumps. He gets past the original line of scrimmage. Maybe about five more yards. It looks like it's going to be third and five, Ryan. Yeah, uh, Hazel Green playing a two-deep coverage, when, and Riker didn't have anybody over top of him, so they just threw a quick screen out to him, and he picks up 10 to 15 yards just on that play, 12 yards. So it's going to be third and a lot more manageable, third and five. Yeah, and if they're going <clears> to <throat> they're going to play off like that, I would expect Fort Payne to throw a lot of these little bubble screens. Maybe even right here to this left side. Four wides again. Fakes the handoff play like another screen to Fowler. Fowler yeah, good, got good a set up there. He's going to pick up at the cab, fix it first down, and he's going to get tackled all the way down to the 34-yard line of Hazel Green. Yeah, uh, Hazel Green playing a really, really loose two-shell, two-high shell, and leaving a lot of underneath stuff. So they are going to probably try to get pressure in the middle from their defense line. They got a pretty good size on that defensive line, but that time Fort Payne released it and, uh, and made a great, great blocks on that uh, little slip screen. Ball is on 35, four receivers, three on the far side, one near. Barnador, quick throw across the middle, and he look. wasn't even looking. That was uh, Griggs coming across the middle, and he, he wasn't even looking for it. It's a really un unusual-looking secondary setup. It, it, they're playing almost like a five. <laughs> it looks like there's five high. There's no there's no uh, flat, short defenders. All right, in case you're joining us, we're just getting started. It's 10 23 to go. No score in the ball game. Fort Payne has the ball first. They have it on the Basil Green 35 yard line, second and 10. This time, hand off to Blaylock. Blaylock finds a hole. He cuts through. He's pushed off. He's around he the left end. He's at the 20, the 15. This goes around 10. Oh, wow. Five. Nice cut. And. <laughs> Well, it looks like they're going to mark him out. They're going to mark him out at the 10-yard line, Brian. Well, that was extremely athletic play right there by Carter Blaylock. Unbelievable. Toad staying on that sideline. He almost he almost threaded the needle there on so, that move. So he picked up another DeKalb fix at first down and gets Fort Payne uh, their first <coughs> shot in the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Yeah, really unusual def defensive scheme here from Hazel Green. Barndor with the four wides. He's looking. He's being rushed. Hit from behind. Throws it over the corner. Reached up. Caught. Yep. Touchdown. Fort Payne. Really kind of almost out and up on the goal line to Brandon Oliver. Perfect, perfect placement, ball placement by Dax. And Brandon just goes up and gets it. Nice, nice throwing catch there. Good nice, start. Nice throwing catch. That means uh, Fort Payne will be setting up for the Thrive Outdoors extra point. Thrive Outdoor. Sorry, Thrive Outdoor Extra Point. Only one door in Thrives. Here's a snap. Hold is down. Kick is away. It is good. So Fort Payne goes ahead 7-0 over Hazelgreen. We'll be back right after this. This is Fort Payne Wildcat Football. Back here in Hazel Green, where Fort Payne has jumped out to a 7-0 lead after a failed onside kick, onside kick by Hazel Green. So Fort Payne had a fairly short field to work with. They take it down the field, Brian, and score right away. Yeah, really good, really good offense, and um, um, you know, got behind the sticks on that first down play. 
but but came back from it and has done a great job on that first series. Uh, and here's the kickoff. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit short. It's going to be fielded at the five. Fumble, but he picks it back up. He's at the 10, the 15. Fort Payne's there, and they'll take him down about the 12, about the 17-yard line. Here we go. All right, this is where my eyes are going to have to help me out here. Right here. <laughs> so, for, so uh, Hazel Green will start from there on 17, first to 10. We'll see how Fort Payne's defense, Fort Payne's defense has been tested a lot this year. Yes, Brian. it's going to be uh, interesting to watch. Uh, Really, really want to see more aggression um, and just solid tackling. You know, the defense just has, has not been, I think everybody would agree, is what, what we thought that they were going to be when this season started. All right, the quarterback for Hazel Green is number 15, Christian Carter. Four receivers. He's going to roll out to the left. He's The uh, quarterback's going to keep it. Yeah, that's just a quarterback He's trying run. to get out left side. He does get around the corner, but he doesn't get much. Let's watch and see where the market Looks like a gain of about four, so it'll bring up second and six. Uh, they're going to say three, so second and seven. That was just a quarterback keep, Brian. Yeah, just quarterback uh, sweep there, um, just trying to get out to the side. Looks like Darius Burwell's Burwell is a running back back there with Carter. They move him over to the left, and the whistle's blown. The play's that? blown dead. Boy, I tell you what, Hazel Green has got some big old boys on that yeah, offense. Seven three, 73 just sat on. Uh, who was that for four paying? He's 42. Bless his heart. He got up from Lucas underneath Tyler. him. All I saw was red, and he moved, and there's our player up underneath him. Who was that? Who was? Uh, Lucas Talent. Lucas Talent, okay. So four paying was offsides. I don't know if that was maybe Riker or Engel on the coverage there. He was an impressed man. May have been across the line there. <clears throat> my wife's texting me that my dog Oscar's. Looking, at the, looking around for where I'm at at the house. All right, that's going to bring up second and two now after the five-yard penalty against Fort Payne. That's going to be a handoff to Burwell. Burwell has a hole up the middle, slips through some tackles, and he picks yeah. the first down all the way up to the 37-yard line. That's that, that, everybody's going to say on defense that that's too many yards there on that play. Got to squeeze those lanes. All right, you can not only hear us on WZOB Radio, you can see us on FPTV, so you can watch the action here as they're with us here in Hazel Green. All right, so Hazel Green with the first down ball on their 37-yard line. They have four wide, five wise. Yep, empty backfield here. Empty backfield for Carter. Carter is the quarterback for Hazel Green. They put a man in motion. They're going to line him up next to the quarterback. He's going to take it. Looks to be a pitch to toss. He tosses it out to him. He reverses field, but Fort Payne's there, and he's going to lose about two, two or three yards. Yeah, gr great job by uh, Carter Tinker there, scraping the outside, sealing off the edge, and forcing the running back upfield. And then um, Tyler Wooten comes in and finishes it off. Good, good, good defensive play there. They're going to give that a four-yard loss, so it's going to be second down and 14. Good to see the other team behind the sticks. Exactly. Hip, hip, <laughs> hooray, right? <laughs> hip, hip, hooray. All right. Four wides, two on each side again. Looks like 28. Uh, yes, Jonathan Mann is the running back back with Carter now. Carter's going to roll out to his left. He's looking to throw. He throws across the middle. Fort Payne's there. Yeah, great play by Luke Patton there. Luke, Luke sat on that and was ready for it. And nice, nice break on it. Good break up there by Luke. Pass incomplete with 8.25 to go here in the first quarter. Fort Payne leading 7-0 over Hazel Green. Fort Payne's had the possession once. This is Hazel Green's first possession. Bring up third and 14. Yeah, really, this is that, that same spot that Fort Payne has been in. It seems like the whole season we need to get off the field right here. No, no mistakes, play solid defense, let's get off the field. 
Our man is in the backfield with Carter for Hazel Green. Four wides, two on each side. Four Payne looking maybe blitzing here. They do. Carter looking to throw. He's going to have to they flush him out. He comes around this near side. It's just him and Tinker. He gets around Tinker. He's got the first down up to the 50 and steps out of bounds yeah. at the 48-yard line of Fort Payne. Had him, had him on the outside. Uh, Tyler Wooten is going to come back. Looks like we're going to get a hold back here. Um, on the on Hazel Green, somebody had uh, uh, Hayden Presley there, but still in that position, um, you've got the quarterback dead to rights. Uh, when you're rushing like that and, and you're, you're trying to stay inside a lane, you don't want to create openings. And in that rush, that pass rush, unfortunately, did not seal him up. Got outside, and then Carter Tinker couldn't keep him contained. And so, really, still need to see, even though we're getting a holding penalty and all that. This is one of those areas when we talk about what do we want to see improvements on. Third and 15, you got to get a stop. Yes. you got to get off the field. <clears throat> That's going to be third and 24 after the holding penalty. So four-pain catches a break, but they can't rely on that. They, they've got to they've play sounder defense than that. All right, four wides again for Hazel Green. Man in the backfield is the running back next to Carter on his right. Carter's going to take it, take two steps back. Looks like a wide receiver screen. Fort Payne almost Ooh, yeah. there to intercept it, but it's knocked down, pass incomplete. Yeah, Tyler Wooten right there, and he was he was ready to – it looked like he was ready to pick that one off. So with 8-10 to go in the first quarter, Fort Payne leading 7-0. They hold Hazel Green on their first drive, so we'll see their punter come out now. Who's back for Fort Payne? Is that uh, usually Brandon, Brandon Oliver? Oliver? Yeah. Okay. Seeing J.P. Buffington in that first series there. That was good to see. I'm not sure who he was in for, if he was in an outside linebacker role there. Oh, All man. Right, a low snap. Ball hits the turf, oh, and it's man. barely kicked. It's coming over this. It's going to hit at the Hazel Green 40, but take a Hazel Green bounce. Looks like it's going to go out of bounds about the Hazel Green 48. We'll think, I think that's where they'll mark it, so we'll stay right here with it. Let's see. He keeps walking, though. He's going to go back on Fort Payne's side. Uh, no, he, he marked it there. <clears throat> okay. He was just waiting on that official to get there. All right, so they're going to mark it on the Fort Payne 49, first and 10. Eight minutes to go. Fort Payne leading 7 to nothing over the Hazel Green Trojans. Barnador is your quarterback. He takes a snap. Quick throw to the right. Hits, uh, hits Griggs. Griggs... Called it quick and gets about a nine-yard game, Brian. Yeah, that, that pass play is just a bedrock of this offense. If you're not going to cover that slot guy with some linebacker, you just got a great mismatch with Blake right there. 7.43 to go here in the first quarter. 7-0 lead for the for the Wildcats. The snap handoff to Blaylock. He's tackled quickly, though, after about a one-yard gain. No. They don't give him the first, so it'll be third and about one. Fort Payne trying to go just a little bit of tempo right there. So it'll be third. They're going to say two, but it looks like a long one. You know how I like the one and a halfs. <laughs> All right, two uh, receivers on both sides for Fort Payne. Blaylock flanks Varnador on his left. Varnador in the shotgun. Uh-oh. And there's a flag Somebody blown. flinch, I guess. <clears throat> and let's say they threw a flag right at the center. Let's see if the center moved the ball. I don't know what happened there. Should be able to... Say false starts. That's going to back us up five as Coach Elmore tries to find out who moved. This side judge is not talking to him. 
I think it might have been. I think it might have been the center. He he threw it right at the yeah, center. Yeah, he did. He did. And and we're so close, Chris. I have to pull my headset off because I think I could hear what he was saying, but I, I couldn't quite make out. Out. And Coach Elmore is not quite convinced either. All right, seven ten to go and counting. Seven nothing lead for the Wildcats. They've now faced third and six. Four wides, three in a bunch on the far side, one near side. Barnador looking to throw. He's pressured. He's going to go down mm. deep, and there's nobody there. Pass incomplete. I'm yeah. not sure what happened on that one. It's, they have been they have been given. Not sure he wanted to pass that deep on third and seven, but. Well, that'll bring up fourth down. So Fort Payne will be forced to punt. After that penalty hurt them, they'll be punting from their own. I mean, from the Hazel Green 46-yard line. Nope. Are they going to go for it? Are they going to uh, do? They're going to do the pooch with with Dax. Okay. They're in the offensive set, but Dax can pooch punt. Now Hazel Green has a guy back there. You know they're in a they're in punt formation. Can we can we run a play yeah, on uh, this? They can. I don't know that they're going to. I wouldn't risk that here. They're going to. Yeah, he's punting. When he steps okay. back those couple yards, he's punting. All right. Oh, he did. No, he is going to throw. He hits. Wow. Uh, oh, oh, he hit Griggs and would have been a first down, and it bounces out of his hands. So uh, turnover on downs for Fort Payne. Wow. Boy, had it too. Had it too, Griggs. He caught the ball in first down, but it, it hit him right between the hands. It just bounced off his hands. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one where you just really don't want to get on the kid because he feels as bad as anybody about it. But boy, that was there. It was there. And those are the kind of plays that. that, that Fort Payne has uh, just kind of, it seems like it's always been, and that was last week. It was every play like that was that way. So. All right, 6.45 to go. 7 nothing lead for the Wildcats as they get stalled on their second drive. Now it's Buck, uh, I was about to say Buckhorn. Now it's Hazel Green's time. <laughs> I got a game ahead. Well, Bruce is here if there you need he some help. Quarterback fakes the handoff. Oh, wow. He's got a wide open receiver. Fort Payne's not there. They're trying to slow him down. He's at the 40. And knocked out of bounds about the 39-yard, no, 29, 19-yard line. Yeah, just a wheel route. That's uh, that's where you fake the handoff, and then the running back who you just fake the handoff. It looks like he's you're running play side, and then backside he's running a wheel route just up the sideline, and there he goes. Mm. So they get him down to the 18 inside the alpha red zone. That'll be first and 10 for the. Hazel Green Trojans, Fort Payne leading 7-0 with 6.35 to go here in the first quarter. Quarterback takes snap. He's going to keep it, trying to go up the right side. He's trying to get around there. Fort Payne reads yeah. it, and he picks up about a couple yards on that play. Yeah, that, that that's how you play that, Chris. Uh, everybody just attacking the edges, forcing it and spreading it and stretching it until he gets he runs out of running room. You hope that it's that easy, like yeah. sitting on the front porch in a rocking chair. Mm. That'll bring up second and eight for Hazel Green. Carter is your quarterback. Four wides again, two on each side. They haven't thrown anything. They really haven't thrown a lot. He's going to hand off to his running back. 28, he dives through, picks up about four yards. Let's see, he's going to get the ball down to the, looks like 11-yard line. Yeah, a lot of this offense it seems to be predicated on stretching the field side to side. And then usually if you're doing that, you're also going to try to hit something on the seam, down the middle, uh, a dig route across. Carter Blaylock on the table down there. I hope he's okay. 5.30 to go. Four <clears throat> pain leading 7-0. Hazel Green, third and three from the 10. 
Off in the 11, that looked like a misplay. They hand off the running back. Fort Payne stacks him up. Looks like he picks up two yards. Yeah. Should bring up, should bring up fourth and one. Yeah, that's what, okay, so I'm seeing it now. So J.P. Buffington and Riker Engel are subbing in and out in replacement of Caden Dubos on defense. All right, so it looks like Hazel Green's going to call a timeout. We'll take a timeout with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes. We support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get Wildcat! Welcome back to Hazel Green, Alabama, where the Trojans are threatening Fort Payne as Fort Payne leads 7-0 with 5-10 to go in the first quarter. It is fourth down in inches from their own, from the Fort Payne nine-yard line. Yeah, it looks like this looks like the Philadelphia Eagles tush push. Yeah, I mean, and but I, that's not legal in high school, I don't believe. Maybe it is. Well, the hazel green line probably weighs what two eighty three hundred. Now they can move. They they ought to be able to. And they're yeah. trying to, and there he's going to roll over for a first down. Yeah, he got that. <clears throat> so it should end up being first and goal for the hazel green Trojans as the quarterback rolls over the three hundred pounders. Mm. So that'll bring up first down and five for the Trojans. As they're threatening here in the first quarter with 440 to go. Fort Payne leading at the moment, seven to nothing. Carter is your quarterback. He's gonna hand off to big 31. He's oh, hit nice hard. Hit. He picks up, I don't think he picks up anything. Maybe he loses. No, they're gonna give him back to the line of scrimmage. It'll be second down and goal from the five. Yeah, I think Carter Tinker, he spun around and Carter Tinker met him face to face. There. Yes. All right, 4.30 to go, 7-0 lead for the Wildcats. Second and goal from the five. Four Payne needing the hold right here after, yeah. after the big play from the Trojans. Yeah, that would <clears throat> be nice to hold a field goal attempt. In the backfield for the Trojans is Darius Burwell, 6 foot 175. Looks like the quarterback's going to keep it. Four Payne again there. Yeah, good job. Initial penetration by J.P. Buffington there. Really nice job. Didn't wrap him up, but held him up long enough for the other guys to come in and finish it off. So good job by him there. It looks like he gave him a yard, so it's going to be third and goal from the – they're going to say from the three. So third and goal from the three. 340 to go. Fort Payne leading seven to nothing. It's probably definitely four down territory yeah, for the Trojans. That's, that's, uh, yeah, probably so. I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. Well, I don't know. It depends on what they get on this. Carter's your quarterback. Burwell to his left. He's going to fake the handoff, take it himself, trying to get up the middle. Mm, he's short. He's going to be short. It's going to be about the two-yard line, Chris. Oh, uh-oh. There's a flag on the play. Let's see what this is. It looks like it got to the one, Brian, based on the sticker. Somebody there. somebody grabbed the football and threw it down, and the, and the white hat threw a flag on that. I don't, I don't know that Fort Payne grabbed the ball and did that. If it is, if they did, it's going to be an automatic first down. If if not, then Hazel Green is going to be in a bind because they're going to be at the 16-yard line. Yep. Person, Sun Sports Sports Hazel Green. Wow. 
That's going to be fourth down, Chris. So that, <coughs> they don't. Uh, and their coach is livid. All right, that's I, going. I saw somebody throw the ball down. Was it the quarterback? Threw it backwards? Okay. All right, that's going to back the ball up to the 10-yard line. It should just be further than that. If it's a <coughs> personal foul, it should be 15. That was just a five. five no, was a, okay, he's going to back it up some more. There he goes. He's still wow. walking. Now he's going to back it up to the 15, Brian. Wow. <clears throat> so is that going to be fourth? Yeah, I think fourth they're going to have to attempt a field goal here. And, and their coach is not happy about that. Not right. happy, Bob. That'll be fourth and goal from now the 15 as Fort Payne mm. catches a break there. Wow. 311 to go. go. For this. Fort Payne leading no. 7 0. Are they going for it? No, here he comes. Okay, kicker's coming out now. Yeah, but the quarterback is like Dax. I think he's the holder, though. He is the holder. So you always got to be wary of the quarterback hold grabbing the ball. Yeah, um, that'd be pretty risky here. He does have the wind to his back, though, if you look at the flag. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, this will be what we got, Brian, a 25, 35-yard kick field goal attempt? 30, yeah, 33. 33-yard field goal attempt, 311 to go, 7-0 to leave Fort Payne. Hold is down, kick is up, it's away. What is that? What is that? Touchback? What does that mean? No good. <laughs> I've never seen. Uh, I uh, mean, it is, I guess it is a touchback because it, it's like a punt. It wasn't any good. But usually you say no good, and then it's a touchback. And you, you do your hand motion <laughs> side to side. He's, he's pumping it like he's. Well, it is. It's a touchback because he missed the field goal, so it kicked out of the back of the end zone, which is a touchback. Okay. But you normally just don't signal touchback. touchback. You signal no good. <laughs> Okay, so four pain will get the ball. Sorry, Said folks. We're in Willy Wonka land. Sorry, folks. Uh, they'll get the ball from the, their own 20 now as they go back on offense. Leading 7 to nothing with three to go here in the first quarter. This time they got four wides. Three near side, one far side. Playlock in the backfield with Varnador. Varnador takes a snap, looking to throw. He's going to call his own number. He's out. He's got plenty of room on the right side. Varnador gets knocked out of bounds about the 28-yard line for a gain of about eight. Wow, they're going to get a late hit here. Flag in late, Chris. I don't know what the call is, but boy, this is just a, a strange, strange. We'll see. I don't even see that flag. I saw it late. It was late. It was after, I mean, he'd already ran out of bounds. And so it'll be against Hazel Green. Wow. That's going to give Fort Payne a DeKalb <laughs> fix it first down. And he's going to still walk all the way up to the Fort Payne 44 I, I, I not, yard line. Yeah, Chris, I didn't see. Anything nefarious on that backside over there, but they called it on him. Did you just word, use the word nefarious? Yeah, isn't that cool? <laughs> Multi-syllable. All right, four receivers, two on each side. Varnador in the backfield. He's going to look to throw. Blaylock's over here. Nope. He's going to pull his number. He's going to kick right. it out to Blaylock. Oh, and didn't pump it far enough. Blaylock had room. He pumped it instead of throwing it. Yeah. He was just trying to flick it, do a little Patrick Mahomes there. Uh, you know, this this defensive secondary is just so unusual. They're playing it. They're covering every receiver, but playing off eight yards, it seems like you could just run screens all day. Yeah, just run screens. Like, just stand up and throw. 2.45 to go. This. Fort Payne leading 7 to nothing. Varnador, here like it is. There's a fouler to the wide receiver screen, and we're not blocking for it. Well, it, 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 that one took a little bit too long to develop. So there was one no gain on that play. It'll be third and ten. Yeah. After all, I mean, we had something, but yeah. we didn't block. It looked like Nolan was coming underneath. I, maybe some confusion on whether or not he should come underneath like he's a 
like a slip screen or a tunnel screen, he kind of attacked the ball versus just sat back and waited on it. So I don't know what was going on. All right, it's going to bring up a third and nine situation for Fort Payne from their own 45-yard line. Fort Payne offense sputtering again like they did last week. Let's see if we can get out of this right here. There's a snap. And again, here's a wide receiver screen. Fowler gets mm. it, but he's eating up quick, and there's going to be no gain on play. It'll be fourth down. Fort Payne forced to punt. Yeah, four, not sure what's going on here. Yeah, these plays are relying on the blocking to develop underneath, and it's just not. They're beating the they're beating the underneath coverage, and um, man. All right, so Fort Payne will punt the ball from their own 45 with 2:10 to go. Fort Payne leads seven to nothing currently. As but their last two drives have stalled. Yeah, it's not not been great. See if Hayden can flip this field for us. Nice snap. No, no rush. Plenty of time, and he doesn't get anything. That's going to yeah, maybe it'll be take short. But there it's going to be a Fort Payne bounce, and he's going to fall on it at the 20-yard line. So that's where Hazel Green will start first and 10 with a minute 47 to go in the first quarter. Wow, Brian. <laughs> yeah, it's another one of those. Uh, I mean, is, this is, that, the, is it the teams we're playing? Uh, I don't know, are Chris. We, are we, we, are we like the old college teams? We're playing down to the we're, competition? We're not, we're not crisp. And... Um, and you got to clean up a lot of that. So, all right, right now in the Buckhorn Lee game, still no score. Sylvania leads Plainview seven to nothing. Scottsboro and Sardis tied up in the first quarter. All right, minute forty-seven. Hazel Green first and ten. They're going to give them their twenty-one yard line, so they'll start from the twenty-one. Carter is your quarterback. Takes a snap. He's going to hand off to a man in motion. He's got room, and he picks up about four yards. It'll bring up second and six for the Trojans. Yeah, good job scraping there by Carter Tinker and um, Kyle Caminiti coming in. Or maybe that was, that was Riker Engel. That was the backup quarterback, Franklin Anderson, Jr., on that play as he goes back out. All right, man in the backfield with Carter. Four wides, two on each side. Similar offense to Fort Payne at the moment. And part of this, Chris, is, is Fort Payne missing Caden Dubos. Carter takes a snap, looking to throw, trying to go across <clears> the <throat> middle pattern, and boy, that oh, they're that call one, flag. They're going to call pass interference. Uh, that's I don't know about that, but I think they're going to call it on Kyle Caminiti. But I, I'm not sure that there was. Actually, I think they'll call holding. Oh, maybe okay. Fort Payne coach is calling for a tip. Which I think, I think uh, that was Tyler Wooten that got that. So they are going to call it tipped. Yep, so they're going to call it tipped. So Fort Payne got lucky there. Yeah, they really did because Tyler just, I don't even know that he knew the ball was coming that way. He just stuck his hands up. All right, so that brings, that brings third and seven from the Trojans with a minute left. Fort Payne leading seven to nothing here in the first quarter. Ball is on the Trojans' 23-yard line. 24 yard line. You know, it is up there on the scoreboard. I could just look at the scoreboard <laughs> instead of trying to look at it. That's too inconvenient. All right, Carter takes a low snap, looking to throw again. Uh -oh. He's going to throw deep. Man's out there. Defender falls down and he just overthrows him. Our defender, wow. he was open big time. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Tyler got spun around like a ceiling fan and, and lost, lost where it was. And you could see the quarterback see that matchup and went for it. All right, that'll bring up fourth down. So the Trojans will be forced to punch, punch, punt. Punt, punch, same thing. Brandon Oliver back to receive for Fort Payne, standing on his 47-yard line. 
You're right. Uh, the word of the day is not crisp. It just yeah, seems it's, it's been not flat. crisp. It's been flat and, and, and really need to pick this up here. Uh, eight Green seconds left. left on the play clock. Not sure. Hope they're paying attention. Hazel Green is missing a, missing a player. Yep, so Hazel Green will call a timeout. We'll take a 30-second timeout with them. 48 seconds left to go in the first. Fort Payne leading 7-0. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome back to Hazel Green, Alabama, where your Fort Payne Wildcats lead the Trojans 7-0 with 48 seconds left to go in the first. Hazel Green set to punt. Brandon Oliver in the back, standing on his 45-yard line to receive. Punts away. This is a low squibber. It takes a Hazel Green bounce. Wow, big Hazel Green bounce. And it's going to roll to the 40. It's going to roll past the 40 to the 36-yard line, and that's where Fort Payne will start first and 10. Yeah, the, the, that... Really need to see the offense take it to another level here. Chris just uh, uh, hitting the spots, making plays. And, and you don't have to make great plays. Just make the basic plays. And you mentioned Caden DuBose. Is he here somewhere? He is. He's dressed in street clothes. And, when, and Coach Elmore mentioned that he was kind of nursing that ankle that <clears throat> he'd had surgery on in the offseason. He's down here in the, in the hoodie right behind Coach Elmore. All right, it's a handoff to Blaylock, and he stood up quick, and he'll lose about three yards on that play, bring up yep. second and 13. Man, this has, this has shades of Lee last week. Just yeah, it's, it's big, big line. They're just attacking. They're giving everything underneath, They're just giving you the underneath stuff. All right, 15 seconds left in the quarter, second and 12. Just a two-yard loss, but still second and 12. Barnador, your quarterback, four receivers. Barnador looking to throw. He's going to throw this way. He's got a man, Fowler. Fowler has a step or two, and he is tackled down all the way to the Hazel Green 21-yard line for a DeKalb fix-it first down as the quarter ends. There you go. Good job. Just went up top, one-on-one -on -one coverage. Nolan beat it, and great job by Nolan. All right, that'll do it after the first. Your Fort Payne Wildcats lead the Hazel Green Trojans 7-0. We'll be back with the second quarter right after this. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your projects. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success.
margin, seven to nothing, as we get ready to start the second quarter. Fort Payne, after the long pass play, will have the ball on the Trojans' 21-yard line, just outside the Alpha Red Zone. But they did pick up a DeKalb fix at first down. You like how I threw the sponsors back in there too, didn't there you? There you go. <clears throat> Fort Payne again with the four wides, two on each side. Blaylock in the backfield with Varnador. They put Fowler in motion from left to right. Varnador takes a snap. He's going to throw it out to Fowler. That's way out of his hand, but he would have been eaten up if he yeah, caught that. that that's a, that pass falls that incomplete. Hurt. That could have hurt. They bring up second and 10, 11.55 to go as we start the second. 7 nothing lady for the Wildcats. In the game we're watching, I, I said there wasn't a score, but they gave me an update. Lee is leading Buckhorn 16-10 to 10 in that one. Yeah. All right, Brian, four wides, three near side, one far. Yeah, they're leaving these slots. Just, God, it just feels like you can just pick and yeah, pop I mean, that. And you, can, <clears> you could hit uh, Griggs right now, and he's got seven yards. Well, <clears throat> again, you don't know what kind of offense they're trying to Hand it off to Blaylock. Blaylock finds a <clears> hole, <throat> moves around the right side. He's got a lane. Runs some tackles, and there's a flag on the play. Looks like it's going to come back. I don't know if there's an alignment issue there. Yeah, that was on. That looks like it's down the line of scrimmage. Well, a nice play. He got it all the way down to about the five-yard line. But it's coming back. Hazel Green, so they're going to walk this one back. It's going to be illegal procedure against Fort Payne. That's going to be a five-yard penalty. That'll bring up second and 15 after the nice run there by Blaylock. Yep, another another mistake costing the offense yards there. Oh, after uh, after the update, Buckhorn has now taken the lead over Lee, 17-16. Ball is now on the that's a Hazel Green 27-yard line, second and 15, 11-37 to go, Fort Payne leading 7-0. Man in motion for Fort Payne, and he's going to come back this way. Varnador, got to get rid of it quick, and he tosses it out there mm. dangerously. Yeah. There, there, it was there, but oh, there's another yeah. flag on the play. That's going to be illegal. Uh, that's going to be lineman downfield. The... the on a screen pass like that, it's got to be thrown behind the line of scrimmage. All right, so it looks like another penalty on Fort Payne as we're going backwards. Yeah. <clears throat> really just kind of struggling for... Let's see, that's going to back it up five more yards. So it's going to be second and 20 now after that penalty. That backs it up to the 31-yard line. So Fort Payne's going in reverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Coach Elmore's going to call a timeout and try to get this thing squared away. And he is, and we'll take a timeout with him. Uh, Fort Payne, 11-26, 6 to go here in the half. Fort Payne leading Hazel Green 7-0. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Ida. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like banking. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! All right, we're back here in Hazel Green, Alabama, near the Tennessee border. If you're not familiar with it, I think there's a Bucky's nearby. Ryan, somewhere on 65. Y'all get up here and get a Bucky's. You know, they're rare and in between here in Alabama. Mm -hmm. I think there's one in Auburn. I think that's the only other one in, one in Auburn. There's one in Moody. One in Moody, that's right. All right, 11.26 to go in the half. 
Fort Payne leading seven to nothing, but they find themselves way back as it is second down and 20 after a pair of penalties. Four wides for Fort Payne. Varnador is your quarterback. Good night. Snaps on the ground. Varnador picks it up. He's going to throw deep. He's got a man there. <clears throat> but it's broke. Looks like a little guy's play by the defense as the yeah. ball goes incomplete. Yeah, ball snap on the ground and just everything. Things, yes. It's, it's hard, hard to come by right now. Just a real struggle for Fort Payne offensively. All right, third and 20. Which oh. is crazy. We had the four games in a row. With, we were 40 thumping, or more points. Thumping right along. And since the rest, since the break, I was just talking to Brian off air. Since the break, we've been just kind of, as I can say it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't have another word to say, but, you know. Uh, all right, right now, four wide. Three near side, one far. Blaylock in the backfield with Varnador. Third and 20 for Fort Payne. High snap to Varnador. Varnador throws it out here to Griggs, and it bounces off his hands incomplete. So wow. we're, we're not moving anything. Yeah, it's it, it's real sloppy right now, and I know this is frustrating. He's going to try a long field goal attempt. This may be a, a long, career long for uh, Connor Hughes. All right, what you got on the yards there, 40, kicker? 47, 48 yards. All right, we're looking at a 40-yard field goal attempt. He does have wind in his back, and he certainly has the leg to get it there. So this would be a... A nice lift right here for this offense. All right, the wind is at his back. Right-handed kicker. Varnador is your holder. Oh, we get a snap, the snap right. Well, let's just see if we can get an operation here. All right, six seconds left on the play clock. Four seconds, three seconds, two seconds, one second, and they didn't get it off. Wow. <laughs> Time runs out. We're going to back it up five more. I wonder if he'll try to kick it or punt it now. Uh, I think Connor can still make this, especially with the wind at his back. All right, this will make it, what, a 50? 52, 53. All right, 52-yard field goal attempt. Uh, they're going to go to a different. Are they punting the ball now? What are we doing? We just had a whole lineup change. Uh, they're going to put Varnador in. This is that punt. Oh, this the punt. The punt, the punch punch punch. Punch. Yeah. Okay. So the kicking, the field goal kicking team has come out. Varnador has gone in with the offense. Now he's going to back up, into, and they don't have anybody back. He's going to go into it. He's going to grab it, and the pooch kick is away. That's not much of a pooch. Is that going to go in the end zone? <laughs> so it'll be a touchback. Hazel Green will get the ball first and 10 from their own 20 as Fort Payne leads 7 to with 11 to go in the half. Yeah, this is, um, this is it's one of the things I think Coach Elmore spoke with us um, that he was concerned about is, is playing a team like this and, and the struggles and boy, it's just been, it has been sloppy. All right, looking around the county. We to... have May Jemison and Gaston City tied at seven in the second quarter. That's an interesting score. Scottsboro leads start is 14 to seven. North Jackson, eight to nothing over Priceville. North Jackson picked up their first win last week. I think I predicted Priceville to win in that game. So much for my prediction, that's why I don't work for Vegas. All right, Hazel Green, low snap, quick throw out, and they get it there. I think it's intercepted. That's it is off. intercepted. Wow, nice play by Kyle. Great coverage, Caminiti there. Makes a break on it, stays in good position, and, and, and really <laughs> pretty remarkable catch on that by Kyle. Nice job. Fort Payne set back up. Good job by that defense and getting the ball back. Folks, if I saw that right, their receiver was, was breaking across the middle. Caminiti was behind him. 
ready to make the tackle, and it was it was still, he had to out the receiver had to stretch out to get it. And I yeah. think it hit off his fingertips into Caminetti's hands. It was it was it was really really close, bang bang right there. So nice so, job by Kyle. So Fort Payne will get the ball first and ten from the thirty, leading seven to nothing with eleven to go here in the first in the first half. They're gonna hand it off to Blaylock. Blaylock around right side, following his blockers. Blaylock trying There's, to get the sideline, gets it to Cap, <laughs> fix it first down. And a flag, Chris. This one's coming back. Man, alive. Kick me now, folks. That, that, other than a little bit of a high snap, that actually had a good normal play look to it. And now it's back. So Now it's going to be second down, I mean, first down and 20. This makes you want to throw your headphones. Yeah, it's, it, you know, this is one of you, just, you've got to fight through this and, and got to work through some of these kinks that are just hemming you up right now. And you, boy, it's a challenge. All right, second down, I mean, excuse me, first down and 20. Now the ball is on the Hazel Green 40-yard line after the interception. Now after the penalty, backs it up. 10.50 to go in the half. 7-0 lead for the Wildcats. At least we're leading. <laughs> I mean, all right, four receivers, three far side, one near. Blaylock in the backfield with Varnador. Snap to Varnador. Varnador, again, looking to throw down the sideline. He's got uh, Brandon Oliver with a step. Brandon Oliver makes off the fingertips incomplete. Just out of his reach. Yep, well... I think Brandon's going to tell you he should have had that catch. And I, I, as a, a former receiver coach, he's got to I think he's got to make that. All right, that brings up second down and twenty. As we've had we've had some big plays that could have made, but we've just uh, hadn't finished. As Coach Saban say, finish them. Yeah, you got to finish it, the play. Been, it's been real. It's just been a struggle. It's it, it's two two running backs in the backfield with Varnador. Three receivers, one near, two too far, one nice near. Snap. They're gonna come around Blaylock right side and get a block. Blaylock trying to find a hole. That's some positive play there. Yeah, and I can't tell. It looks like he got back almost, almost back to the original line of scrimmage. Yeah. That's gonna bring up third and a, it looks like third and twelve. Eight yard gain. So third and long. Yep, don't don't like that. Man, we've had those lately. 8-10-17 to go. 7-0 lead for the Wildcats. They're on the Hazel Green 32-yard line. It's third and 12. I got four receivers, three far side, one near. No running back in the back. Oh, excuse me, five receivers. Blaylock's all the way over here by the sideline. Varnador takes a snap. They rush. Varnador going to be grabbed, and he's going to wow. go down for a loss. So just like that, a loss of 10, 15 yards on that play. Fort Payne will be forced to punt. 9.48 to go here in the half. Fort Payne leading 7-0. That ball backed up to the Hazel Green 40-yard line. Yeah, this is this is a, this is with no rhythm. No, not able to catch any rhythm. Uh, any big plays are getting called back with penalties. Defense is keeping you in the game right now, but man, this is tough. It's tough sledding right now. Well, I said before the game, you know, and, and Coach uh, Coach. Uh, Elmore has talked about it. you let these teams hang around. That one's kicked straight up in the air. It's going to hit and bounce, get a hazel green bounce up to the 36, I mean, uh, sorry, the 26 yard line. That's where hazel green will start first and 10. Like I said, you let these teams, I mean, this, is a, this team hasn't won a game. Yeah, this is, this is, uh, this is not. <laughs> and the longer, like Elmore says, the longer you let them play or let, let them stay in the game, the more confidence yeah. they get. This is a struggle to watch. It's, it... 
really uh, don't know what to say, Chris. Won't you give us a? I'll give you. A, let me give you a commercial. <laughs> uh, Patterson's Music and Jewelry, Something layaway for positive. Christmas. That's positive. Christmas is coming. Drop by to see specials. Dan and Maria running on Benchmade knives, jewelry, and instruments and sound equipment. Located in historic downtown Fort Payne, Patterson's Music and Jewelry. Nine ten to go. First and ten for the Hazel Green Trojans. They hand off to the running back. He's got a hole. He's through, and he's ran down from behind. He's going to pick up nine yards, Brian. Yeah, that's good. Good running. I mean, they've got the they got the beef up front to move some people around, and they're doing it. All right, two guys come out for four pain as they make a change. They've got the beef up front. Like I said, they probably average three hundred, and all all of five eleven. But you know, that's a, that's a wide body up that's there in the front. Big load. Four receivers for the moved. Trojans. That's a roll. Oh, snap. Everybody moved before he snapped the ball. Finally, a penalty against the Trojans. That's going to back it up five. That'll bring up second and 13 for the Trojans. 8.38 to go in the half. Fort Payne leading seven to nothing. And what was a great first drive for Fort Payne. Yeah, that really looked crisp. On, uh, I say crisp on that first drive, but... Did, was that, did we get held by any penalties on that first drive? I can't remember. Well, the first play was a loss of 10 yards on the... That's right. Sacked by that to Dax Varnador. All right, 8:35 to go. Second and eight. Carter takes another low snap, bounces off his knee, but he's got room around the side. Fort Payne tracks him down. He didn't want to get hit by Bennett and dives no. down. <laughs> Bennett blanks his yeah. clothes and quick. So that looks like Brian a three-yard loss. That's going to bring up third and 11. Yeah, you know, uh, Hazel Green looking about as sloppy offensively as Fort Payne does, getting bad snaps and. They're going, they're going to make it third and 12. So let's see if Fort Payne can get out of this one. Yeah, We struggle on third, third down lanes as well. As well, We really need to find the end zone one more time before half. 7.55 to go. Carter takes a snap. He's looking to throw. He's going to run up the middle. And we missed the tackle. He's going to get a first down. He's still running. He's at the 50 all the way. He gets dragged down at the 50-yard line. Missed a lot of tackles there in the middle. Uh flag on the far there side There's a the flag field. on the play. And I just heard their stadium announcer say there's a flag on the field again. <laughs> well, that was a first down for Hazel Green after the that's quarterback. sideline warning. I guess that's just a warning. That's, that's not going to have any impact, in the, but that's the first play. one. All right, so first and, ten, first and 10, Hazel Green on the 50-yard line. 7.40 to go here in the half. Fort Payne is leading 7 to nothing. Miraculously. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's tough sledding right now for Fort Payne, having a tough time getting anything moving. All right, four receivers for Hazel Green, two on each side. Carter is your quarterback. I think running back is Mann. Let me see, I dropped my... Yes, the running back is Jordan Mann. We're in the same situation we were early last week. You don't want them hanging around. Carter takes it out. He's going to hand off to Mann. Mann finds a hole at the middle. And he gets, breaks a tackle, and he gets another first down all the way to the Fort Payne 31-yard line. Mm. Another long gain on that play. Actually, they're going to mark it down to 32. 7.24 to go. Fort Payne leading 7-0 over the winless Hazel, Hazel Green Trojans. They have yet to win this year. They got four wide. They got stacked up on each side. Carter takes a low snap, hands it off to Man. Man gets around outside, but he's dragged down by number 14 after a three-yard gain. It'll be third, second and seven. There's a flag on that play. That should be holding, or that is holding. All right. All right.
right, so finally some big yardage backing up for the Trojans. That's going to bring up, what was that? that will they back that up from the penalty? or? Yeah, it'll be about a first in, uh, was that a first down play that was? That was no. a first down play. So it'll be first and 18, something like that. And they're going to mark it at the 40-yard line. So it's going to be first and 18. Hey, well, you, know, you can do a little math. At least you can see the markers. I can't even see the markers. <laughs> I'm having a look at the scoreboard. Six, under, just under seven minutes to go here in the half. Fort Payne leading 7-0. Hazel Green now on Fort Payne's side of the field as they're on the Fort Payne 40 with first and 18. Carter is your quarterback. He takes snap. He's rolling out right. He's got a running back out there with him. He's going to keep it. Finds a hole, slips around a few people, and picks up about six yards, Brian. Yeah, it's good, a good pickup there, getting back to almost the original line of scrimmage. And, um, That's going to bring up third and 12. I mean, sorry, second and 12. Running to the weak side of that trips. Just a little speed option. So far, they're finding a little success running the ball here in these yeah. last couple of snaps. It doesn't, it doesn't seem to be that there's any threat to throw out here to these trips. They have three. They have four wide, three near side, one on the far side. Carter going to hand it off to Mann. Mann trying to get around the left side. He is not, and he's dragged down for no gain. Yep, good maybe, job by Caden Kilgore there. Maybe even a yard loss. That's going to bring up third and 13 behind the sticks now, Brian. We need. We got to get out of this. <laughs> Chris, we need to stop him on third and 13. Third and 13. Can't let the running backs take off. All right, here we go. 5.44 to go in the half. 7-0 lead for the Wildcats. Third and 13. The ball is on the Fort Payne 35-yard line. Hazel Green moving from our right to our left. Carter is your quarterback. He takes a snap. He's going to step back, looking to throw. He's going to step around the defender. And oh, shoestring tackle as he Ooh. goes down. Yeah, if Tyler Wooten doesn't make that play, I don't know that he gets a first down, but he gets... He had room to run. He had a lot. He had more room than he had. All right, I, I think he lost a yard on that play, Brian. He did lose a yard, so it'll be fourth and 14 now. Yeah, they look like they may try to go for this. Which is not, I mean, you're when you're winless, you might as well pull out all the stops and give it a shot and see what happens. And, and, the, and what's happening to us lately, I mean, it's, it's worth a try. Yeah. You're going to stack tri trips into the boundary. Single coverage on the top side. Might try to throw up to that guy on the, on the right. Low snap. Carter picks it up. Fort Payne trying to rush. They get out. Carter flushed out to the right side. He's going to throw it downfield. There's a guy there. Fort Payne's there, and he knocks it up and out of bounds. Who was that on the defense that's, there? That's Bennett. And it's a good thing he didn't catch it because if he catches it, we lose 20 yards on the interception. That's correct. So that'll be a turnover on downs. Fort Payne will get the ball here with 4.30 to go in the half, leading 7-0. They'll have the ball on their own 36-yard line, first and 10. All right, offense, let's get something moving let's here. Let's get something moving. We need some fans in the game. There, I hear there, the fans. They are. Up. They're trying to encourage them, trying to get this offense moving. The band has stepped off because we're getting close to halftime. All right, four wides. Three on the far side, one near. Varnador is your quarterback. Blaylock in the backfield with him. We've had some successful plays, but penalties yeah. end up nullifying those. Varnador looking around. He takes snap. Quick throw to uh, Brandon Oliver, and he drops the ball. The pass incomplete. Second 10. There you go. They got a penalty on that one. Uh, so what was the penalty? Uh, a little, little extra I heard activity. a fan yelling. Yeah, it was on uh, Jordan Wright. He was laying over top of one of their defenders. And... Uh, one of their players uh, push punched 
it wasn't a lot, but it was after the play. All right, with 4.32 to go in the half, clock is stopped after the penalty. Fort Payne leading 7 to nothing, and that's going to be again. What was the what was the personal foul? Yeah, it was on it was on Jordan Wright, a guy hit him a little bit late. All right, that'll be a 15-yard penalty. That's going to put the ball into Hazel Green territory at their own 49 as we cross midfield. That's a DeKalb fix-it first down. Four wide again, I mean, four wide again, three far side. Varnado's going to hand off to Blaylock. Blaylock looking for a hole. He's trying to get through. They hit him, and he's still moving. Four Payne's offensive line helping him move another yard or two. Yeah, Four Payne has moved Jordan Wright to that guard position, and then freshman uh, Grayson Hester playing in center. He's going to be a really good one one day. Just a freshman, big guy. All right, that play picked up five yards. It'll be second and five now from the Hazel Green 44-yard line. Again, four wides, two on each side for the Wildcats. Blaylock is on the left side of Varnador. Varnador in the shotgun. Takes a snap, looking to throw quick. He gets it over to uh, Oliver. He's got a screen. Oliver trying to get around outside. He does. He makes a move. He's at the 30, and he's knocked out of bounds at the 26-yard line for the cab. Fix it, first down. Yeah. Fort Payne had, had a lot of success on that first drive and earlier in the first quarter on those little screens that taking advantage of that gap between the front seven or the front five and the back six for Hazel Green. 3.45 to go, Fort Payne leading seven to nothing. Ball now on the Hazel Green 25 yard line, first and 10. Onador takes a snap. Another quick wow. throw to Griggs. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but I think this is gonna be offside yeah, against. Uh, it's gonna be a procedure penalty there on Fort Payne. You think it's procedure? Yeah, yeah they, stacked the, they stacked everybody in. They're bringing a six all out blitz, which is why Blake was wide open underneath. They brought everybody. Didn't drop a linebacker one, but offensive line, uh, somebody flinched evidently. All right, that'll back it up five yards. It'll be first down and 15. But it was there. It was there from the Hazel Green 30-yard <laughs> line. Again, four wides. So they're doing a 3-3 right there. Blaylock in the in the backfield with Varnador. He's flanked to his right. Varnador taking the snap. Quick throw across again, and off the Same fingertips play. of Griggs. <laughs> Same, Same play. Same play, no flag, drop the ball. That'll bring up second and 15. Oh, me. Blake's having a tough night tonight. All right, three wides, two two running backs. So Bennett Blank's in the backfield of Arnador, and Blaylock's on the other side. Interesting, what do, they, what do they usually call out of here? Is it usually a swing pass? Yeah, it may be a sweep to, to, to Bennett, or Bennett's going to lead block for Carter. Nope, Bennett's getting it. Bennett takes, takes up the middle. He's got a lane. He's still running. He goes all the way down to about the two-yard line for the calf. Picks it first down inside the alpha red zone. Uh, Coach Elmore, you could tell. It looked like somebody pulled Bennett over the side and said, listen, by golly, you're going to get this ball. We may not block a soul, but you better get it down inside the 10 because that's what he looked like he was told to do, and that's what he was about to do. All right, there's an injured player on the field. Um, Let's see how fast he gets up here. Could be a cramp. Holly, you want to take a 30-second? All right, let's take a 30-second timeout. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes. We support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. 
Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. First and goal. I think the ball's on the one. Ooh, got a little misconfusion there. there, and uh, they hand it off to 23. Blaylock, Blaylock trying to find some room. He's going to lose a, lose yardage on that one. I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, yeah, both running back. They they thought it was. Both of them thought it was the. Well, Blanks, of Blanks was pointing to his chest like that was on me. Yeah. All right, that's going to bring up second and goal from the six after that loss on the play. Let's, I like to have positive two or three times in a row. That'd be nice. Varnador in the shotgun. Laylock on his right. Three receivers in the boundary near this near side. Barnard's going to look to throw. He's going to call his own number. He's going to run it, trying to find the end zone. He's pushing through. And the umpire standing right there, the referee, and they're not going to give him any. They give it to him. It's got to be. It's got to be. It looked like the hazel green guy. And they did. Touchdown, <laughs> Fort Payne. My eyes deceiving me, but it looked like the hazel green defensive lineman is the one who jumped on the pile and drove it into the end yes. zone. All right, so Fort Payne scores on on that uh, that play where we couldn't Ooh. tell who did what. It's, <laughs> it still feels weird, doesn't it? It feels weird. It feels like he still hadn't scored. <laughs> All right, but they are lining up for the Thrive Outdoor extra point. Barnador will be the holder. It's very quiet. Yeah, it, here. <laughs> Here's a snap. Hold is down. Kick is ooh, up and away. Very high and good. All right, so out with 2.36 to go here in the first half, Fort Payne now leads 14 to nothing over Hazel Green. Let's take a 30-second. We'll be back right after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. back here in Hazel Green, Alabama, where it has been a slow first half, but your Wildcats lead 14 to nothing over the Trojans of Hazel Green. 2.36 to go in the half. Fort Payne will be kicking off here in just a second. Checking some scores. Uh, I got another update on the Lee Buckhorn score. Looks like Lee just scored, so it's 22 to 16 over Buckhorn. Looks like they're going to go back and forth, Brian. Yeah, it's going to be a, one of those that goes all the way to the end. Hopefully this one won't. So in a quiet stadium, Fort Payne will kick off. Yeah. It really doesn't feel much like we're up 14 to nothing. It does not. And it's a long kick, and he's going to field it at nice the kick. inside the end zone. Good job, Touchback. So hey, we need Green, some of those. Yes, Hazel Green will start on their own 20-yard line with 2.30 to go here in the first half. Yeah, I've been warned, Brian, I need to keep my wiggles to myself because the FPTV camera people up here. So if you're watching this game and you're seeing the earthquake, that's me wiggling. So yeah. just letting y'all know, um, I've been warned to not wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, FPTV guys. Release your wiggles. Yes. Well, I, I'm sitting there. I can see over the fence. You can't see over the fence. There's a what fence you, right here in front of us. What are you saying, Chris? I, I didn't say it. I just said I can see. You can't see. 
All right, 2.30 to go. 14 nothing lead for the Wildcats. Hazel Green puts a man in motion. Fort Payne shifts on the defensive line. Carter is your quarterback. He takes a snap, low snap, fakes the handoff, looking to throw deep. He's going to throw it. Nobody's oh, wow. there over the sideline. Where did the coverage go? Yeah. Catch is made for, uh, is it a first down? Let's see. I think it's it was close. right at the marker. Yeah, it was first down yardage. 10-yard pass. Yeah. Caminiti stayed with the first guy. I mean, that I dude he's was, supposed to release it and Bennett's supposed to come underneath that. If I'm right, he had barbecue sauce over there. He was sitting there cooking barbecue the whole yeah, time. Yeah, he was. It was pretty. If he, if he throws it in a spot that. Um, he can make a play on it. Or another little sap. He's looking at Carter's looking to throw this time. He's going to throw it over this side and over the head of the receiver. Yeah, good play by Riker Engel there. Staying in coverage. Mayor folks, stay tuned to WZOB. Uh, radio on 100.9 FM or WZBRadio.com. You can catch Monk and Sammy after our broadcast. They'll give you all the scores and highlights from the great games around Alabama, especially northeast Alabama. Yeah, we're looking at that uh, May Jemison and, and, and Gadsden City, 14-7 to 7 in the second quarter, which is a bit of an interesting score there. Or you could be the Thompson High School Oak Mountain scores, 49-7 to 7 yeah, in, in the second quarter. <laughs> All right, five receivers, four, no, four receivers. Carter looking to throw. He's got a man. Oh, he looked like a push-off, but he threw it too far and passed it incomplete. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Riker Engel coming in on a stun on the uh, outside linebacker. Well, the receiver had two or three steps on our defender. Luckily, he overthrew that one. Yeah. All right, Brian, that's two minutes left here in the half. Fort Payne leading 14 to nothing. It is third and 10 for the Hazel Green Trojans. Yeah, I would think Coach Elmore probably, uh, if he needs to, would call a timeout, trying to get his offense another opportunity to score here before half. I think watching the Trojans play, they're, they're kind of like us tonight. You know, they, they have glimpses of mm -hmm. things. It's, it's putting it together is what matters. Yeah, they've got some athletes. Four receivers, two on each side. Carter takes a snap. He steps back to throw. Looks across the middle, has a man out of his hands. He had him there. Yeah, good coverage. Uh, Caminiti right there with him. So four-pound to get another opportunity here with 154 left in the, third, in the second. All right, fourth and 10, 154 to go. Fort Payne will send Brandon Oliver back to receive the punt. He'll go back to the Fort Payne 40-yard line. So far, the other team's got, a, got some great punt. I know we have a good punter, but we haven't had a chance to really lay, lay into one. Yeah. Which you really don't want to see him punt, to be honest with you. No. <laughs> punt is away. This one's short. It's going to land at the Hazel oh, Green wow. 49, take a Fort Payne bounce. Wow. I thought I saw a flag go. But there's a little wrestling going on, but nothing dangerous. Fort Payne will get the ball on the Hazel Green 44-yard line. Yeah, good opportunity here. 144 left. Fort Payne try to get some points on the board. Really just try to get out of this malaise that they're in right now. Just not, not, there's, a, I mean, crisp is the 180 degrees opposite of what we're seeing so what is the 180 degree opposite of crisp soggy soggy <laughs> saturated saturated spongy microwaved it is it is not fresh out of the fryer it, it, crisp yeah, that's right it's 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 french fries that you put in the microwave the next day <laughs> how about that nice script that works all right uh that's good protection He's going to run, take it himself, trying to find some yardage. He does. He gets about a yard, half a yard on Good that protection play. there. I didn't look at the, at the routes downfield, but, but the offensive line really doing a good job for Dax there. Well, him running out of bounds stops the clock with a minute 36 to go in the half. 14-0 lead for the Wildcats. Ball is on the Hazel Green 44.
with four receivers on two on each side. That looked like a little bit offside, yeah, but no. Blaylock snap goes through a hole. He's able to get over some tacklers, Ooh. and he's going to pick up at the cab, fix it first down all the way to the 31 yard line. He, he plays, Carter Blaylock plays so much bigger than his size. Yes, that's what I was about to say. He plays a whole lot bigger. All right, again, tempo for Fort Payne, two, re two receivers on each side. Varnador again looking to throw. He's going to throw it deep, and then mm, there's nobody no, there. No, 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 no. That's, that's uh, dangerous. That's uh, one you got to dump it out, give it to Carter in open space to run your check down there. Minute 12 to go in the half after the incomplete pass. Clock maybe, stops. maybe that's what he was doing, was just putting it in a spot that only his guy could get it if nobody I wonder how, I wonder how many more people put on the face. We just put on the yeah. face. <laughs> yeah, the, I'll throw it down there. All right, four receivers, three on the far side now for Fort Payne, one near. Blaylock in the backfield, Warner Varnador, quick throw to Griggs. Griggs has it in the middle. Griggs makes a step. He's got some room. He's still on his feet and dragged down at the 17, 18-yard line. Yeah, Fort Payne's got two timeouts just at a minute right now. It's gonna, this clock will stop to reset the play. They've got time. There's no being a little bit of a rush, but not a big one. You're okay. That play picks up at the cab, picks it first down. Varnador throws it out to Brandon Oliver on this side. He picks up about six here. yards on this one. Yeah. Fort Payne's inside the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs. And Fort Payne will call the timeout. We'll take a 30-second with them. With 52.8 seconds left in the half, Fort Payne leading 14 to nothing and threatening. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. All right, we're back in Hazel Green, Alabama with 52 seconds left to go in the half. Your Wildcats currently lead the Trojans from Hazel Green 14 to nothing. This is their homecoming, by the way. Is it really? Yes, you'd love to be a spoiler on their homecoming. <laughs> All right, ball is on the Hazel Green. Looks like 10-yard line, second and three or four. Varnador going to hand off to Blaylock. Blaylock trying to bounce it outside. He keeps his feet. He finds a hole up the middle. He makes Boy, positive yardage. Nice hard running by Blaylock. Yeah, really good job. Hazel Green got a player down. Holding his knee. Hopefully he's okay. I think it's the same guy that went down earlier. Is it? Boy, Carter's just, man, he's quick. He is shifty, small, hard to hard to come. Uh, it's hard to see, first off, and then he's also hard to bring down. Uh, it looks like a cramp. Yeah. Let's, let's stay here with it. You never know how quick he'll get up after a cramp. He got, I think it's the guy. I think he had a cramp a minute ago. So, anyway, we are 42, 42 and a half seconds left in the half. What's the ball on? I can't see. Is it the five? Uh, yeah. Yep. So it'll be first and goal on the five. That'll be inside the alpha red zone. DeCab, another DeCab fix it first down, all yeah. the above. Fort Payne has another timeout, 42 seconds. You can really basically run whatever you want to right here. That 44 is not a small guy. No, he's not. He's got thighs as big as my waist. He's big. And Fort Payne and the Hazel Green fans give him a handoff as he, he works out that cramp. I think he's cramped twice now. All right, so here we go. 42 and a half seconds to go in the half. Fort Payne, first and goal from the five. They got a, they got five receivers spread out, two on the far side, three near. Varnador is your lone 
person in the back. He takes a snap, looks to throw across the middle. He's mm. wrapped up for a loss, so he'll lose five mm. yards on that play. Yeah, that, that usually in a, in a situation like that, it is it's one read. If that guy's not open, it's out of the back of the end zone. And I think that may be what Coach Elmore's got his headset off on. All right, so Fort Payne to call timeout. We'll take a 30-second with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Here we are, 30 seconds, about 30 seconds left to go in the half. Fort Payne leading 14 to nothing. They face now second and goal from the 11 after the sack on Varnador. Uh, Fort Payne had five wides looking for that quick, fast slant. As Brian said, if yeah. that's not there, slinging out of the end zone. Yeah, that's one you don't want to back up on. Uh, although you do create more space here, but you still need to try to get – you don't want to use that last timeout most importantly there. So is that was that our last timeout? Yep. So this is it. You gotta, you've got to get rid of the ball. I heard Coach uh, – Tinker calling for desperation field goal, meaning if they don't get it, they're going to try to run somebody out there to get a last-second field goal if the clock's running. All right, four receivers set for Fort Payne, two on each side. Looks like a good in, jambo, uh, ba uh, banjo up top. Blaylock in, Lay in the backfield with Varnador. They're going to rush Varnador. Varnador gets it away across the middle. Oh, Fowler nice makes catch. a catch. Fowler trying to get around the defender. Nice Fowler catch. in the end zone. Touchdown, Fort Payne. Re really, really, really nice job by Nolan. First off, catching the ball in traffic and then making three guys miss on his way to the end zone. So I'm going to give a little love to no one up here. A little love to Fowler. <laughs> All right, we're 24 seconds Am left. Am shaking the camera now, FPTV? Four Payne. That's not me, FPTV. Four Payne puts <laughs> some more points on the board as they get set to kick the Thrive Outdoor extra point. Snap, hold is down, kick is up and away, and it is good. So your Fort Payne Wildcats lead the Hazel Green Trojans 21 to nothing here with 24 seconds left in the going half. We'll stay with it, Brian. All right. Let's uh, stay Brian with talk. it. Hey, Chris. Let's stay with stay it. Stay with it. Talk about that drive right there, man. Uh, it did. I've got to admit this. It, it looked uh, not as soggy as the last couple of drives. Uh, there were some good things happening. Still some, still some miscues that, that um, like with Dax going, you know, dropping down to a second or third receiver, there were some good protections, although – uh, passes weren't completed on it. There was, it looked a little bit better than it had in the first quarter and a half. So what you're saying is it does not look, it did not look quite like fresh out of the fryer fries, but the kind that maybe sat in the box maybe yeah. a minute or two. Yeah, it's right before closing, okay. and you're you got to get some before you're going home. And this is the last batch they got. It, that, was, it was those fries. Hey, not that the that, next is, that is a great analogy because I, my first job was Wendy's, so I know that. I know the fries that have been sitting there. Let's get rid of those fries. <laughs> Or that, or that burger that's been cooking just a little bit too long. So that was much, it was it was a better looking drive. Uh, and, and hopefully this is just a, kind of a leftover hangover from last week. Uh, malaise that, 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 and I don't know, man. It's just, it's hard sometimes to predict these things. You can't tell when you're going to be sharp and when you're not. And you just, but you got to try to clean it up. Well, these last two drives have looked like you said a little sharper. So maybe that'll carry over in the second half. Nice There's kick. There's a good kick. 
Wow. That one's going to go in the back middle of the end zone of touchback. So <clears throat> Hazel Green will get it with 24 seconds left from their own 20, trailing Fort Payne 21 to nothing. Hayden needs to have that approach every kick. Well, he, he drove that one a little bit more than got under it. He's also got a little bit of wind. Yeah. All right, score update, Brian. Score update, Brian. Buckhorn has scored. They now lead Lee 24-22. Amen. Hallelujah. We're kind of pulling for Buckhorn in this yes, game. We are Buckhorn Bucks tonight in Fort Payne Wildcats. Although wanna, we will not be Buckhorn Bucks next week. I want to meet the guy that did that, gave them their mascot. <laughs> Said, let's just go with Bucks. Well, we're Buckhorn, so <laughs> what do you think about Bucks? <laughs> All right, Hazel Green with the ball. First and 10, 24 seconds left. Carter takes snap. He's going to hand it off to his running back. There tries go. to go around left side. Fort Payne there. He picks up about two yards on the play. See, that should be the last play of the half. 14 seconds left. And they'll probably just let it roll. Yep, that's going to be it. Fort Payne's band will go first in halftime since they are the visitors. The Hazel Green will go after them. Oh, well, you know, I say it's homecoming. They didn't have any kind of homecoming announcements. All right, well, that'll do it for the half. Your Fort Payne Wildcats lead the Hazel Green Trojans 21 to nothing. Are we doing an interview? Anyone before I go? Let's talk to Holly about her new uh, daughter-in-law. Okay. Well, we're not doing it. We'll take a two-minute timeout, and then we'll come back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes. We support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get Wildcats! First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Idaho. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like me. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success.
I'm gonna go to the other side.
Marcus Mason, can I turn off the mic? Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get Wildcats! First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Idaho. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like they do. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Excuse me. Talk too much anyways. Lobo, four, Benny, four, Ben, I mean, sorry, four buff, four buff. Check Lobo, four. Buffy. Too. I've been in there. Don't you worry. I'm worried. Hey. 
Where are you at quarterback? I've been training. I want to see you at quarterback. That's what I want to see. Jordan, you going to be at church? Yeah. One day after Black and gold thing. I do. I have a black and gold shirt back in there. He's trying to psych me out. Four Levi, four Levi. Uh, yeah, I know, it's a mic. Mine? No. Yeah. Just get close. We're kneeling it. Just get real close to me. And then step forward. Let's go. Oh my god. Oh my god. Get away from me. Okay. Whole lot of mic riding right now. Plug the merch right now. I'm, I'm running away. I'm leaving. Jordan, plug no, no, no. The mic is the mic is gone. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know which one's better. I don't really want to get hit and mess up their stuff. But Connor doesn't get hit as much as I do. 24. 24. 24. 24. Go. Choke it. Choke it. On the end of my toe. Oh, no. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's just like so weird feeling. That's good. All this yelling. Watch the choke. Go. Go. I'm Reagan Mason here with Blake Griggs, who is the Offensive Player of the Week for the Fort Payne Wildcats. So, Blake, tell us what grade you're in and what position you play. Uh, I'm a sophomore and I play my wide receiver. Okay, and um, go a little bit more into detail about what that position entails. Okay, yeah, so for a receiver, our main goal is obviously to get open and score, but like for all offense, we run it a pretty good bit, so um, blocking is also a pretty, pretty big part of it. So. Yeah, that's mainly what we do, get up and try to block. Okay, and, um, you know, Thursday we're playing May Jemison. So what are you doing leading up to um, the game tomorrow to prepare mentally and physically? Uh, yeah, so I've been hydrating most I can, as much as I can. Um, that's always a big part, especially with the heat here in Alabama, you know. And uh, for practice, I've been um, trying to stay locked in as much, much as I can. Listening to the coaches about the new plays they put in for this week, for, the, for this opponent. They, they, do this, they do some different stuff, but would be fine and uh, obviously watching film that's always a big part okay once again I'm Reagan Mason and go Caps passion community and the love for the game that's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about at Southern Properties we don't just sell homes we support dreams rooted in Fort Payne just like you Southern Properties is your local real estate partner utilizing cutting-edge technology we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Go Wildcats! First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Ida. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like me. First Fidelity Bank, the finest tradition.
traditions of community banking. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Yeah, yeah, Nolan has been a, has been a pretty good bright spot there, and um, you know I think Fort Payne is trying everything, and Coach Elmore trying everything they can to try to create space for their players and their playmakers, and uh, Nolan certainly has done a great job of that in this first half. And do you look for Fort Payne to try anything different, or just keep on keeping on? Um, no, I think the things are. I think the thing the plays they're calling are there in large part. Um, those sweeps, those uh, those stretch plays, those uh, zone, those outside zone runs to Carter, uh, they're there. Uh, just can't have the holding penalties. You can't have the things that are back in the negative plays that are backing you up. They're going to Coach Elmore now for an interview. I think. Are we ready? Okay. Miss Holly said, just watch him. They're getting close to having Coach Elmore here for the interview. I think he's approaching the camera now, so I'm just giving you a heads up. And the wind has picked up. And it's a little yeah, chilling there, Brian. Yeah, it's, it's cooled off a little bit, hasn't it? I had to brought my long sleeve pullover. There you go. All right, Coach Elmore is coming up now. I will we'll interview him, give his thoughts. So, Coach, we're leading 21 uh, to nothing on Hazel Green tonight. What are we going to do to keep the pressure on Hazel Green in the second half? Well, just got to keep playing defensively. We played much better, made, made a lot more plays, got some turnovers, uh, you know, doing a better job tackling in space sometimes. Just making a lot of self-inflicted mistakes on offense, and we just got to fix it. We got to have less penalties. We got to have less, uh, you know, kind of blown assignments and just do a better job of, of executing our base plays. Thank you, Coach. Thanks. Appreciate it. Brian, are we back? We're back. I think uh, looking at this, I think one of the surprise scores of the night looking around is the Gaston City May then, Jemison what's score. It, what's the update at halftime? It's still it's still 14 to 7. Yeah, isn't that something? It is something. So whatever whatever's in the air over here apparently got swept down to uh, Etowah County too. Or either or either May Jemison's found something. Yeah, possibly. And they found it against us. Or not us. Oh, we they did, did we not find them. it against us. They, they found it against uh, Lee though. They beat Lee. That was one of the few <laughs> bright spots there. All right, we are uh, just under two minutes to go here in halftime. Let's take a Holly. Let's take a thirty-second timeout, and then we'll be back. We'll talk. Get us ready for the second half. We'll be back. Uh, your Fort Payne Wildcats are leading Hazel Green twenty-one to nothing and a half. We'll be back with Fort Payne Wildcat football.
All right, we are back here in Hazel Green, Alabama, uh, where Hazel Green is trailing your Fort Payne Wildcats, 21 to nothing. You know, I'm, I mentioned a couple times it was homecoming, and I only said it was homecoming because I'm friends with a couple of people that go to Hazel Green, and they've been talking about all the homecoming stuff this week, but they haven't done, they haven't done anything homecoming-wise here in the stadium. Well, I, I guess maybe maybe is maybe somebody else is having homecoming. <laughs> maybe it wasn't. <laughs> it's a secret homecoming. It's a secret homecoming, I guess. So yeah, we're here on the natural turf field. You're going to stay here till midnight and preach. Speaking of that, I'm glad you said that because I was looking at the clock. Last week we got out of Lee at like 10 o'clock. What are we on schedule we're for? We're at 8:30 right now. So folks, I, I really hope we can take beat this that, in an hour. That time. <laughs> Let's take this. Run in the an ball, hour. coach. Run the ball. Run the ball. So, so we'll see. As your four paying Wildcats do lead the Trojans 21 to nothing. Yeah, I think I think Chris, if if, if we could just be cleaner. In, in effectiveness, alignments, as Coach Elmore mentioned in that interview, just assignments and alignments. I mean, that is that is the two basics of football. Get, be lined up where you're supposed to be and go do the job you're assigned to do. And if they can, even even if there's still some mistakes in there, even if there's still some uh, some other things, just being able to, to execute the play that's called, even if it's not there, and just see if we can get this thing this, this train running in the right direction. We've got a big game next week. If things can hold and, 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 and Buckhorn can hold serve against Lee tonight, then it creates a really good situation for Fort Payne next week. All right, Fort Payne will be kicking off as they chose to receive the first half uh, kick, and they did score off taking the ball in the first half and went up 7 to nothing. Uh, slowed down a lot till the second quarter as now they lead 21 nothing. They put up two scores. Was that, that was back-to-back -back scores, was it not? Back-to-back -back drives? Where we slowed down a ton, then all yeah, of a sudden we put two back-to-back -back scores up. All right, so Fort Payne again, like I said, said to kick off. Kicker? Hayden Chambers. Hayden Chambers. He kicked his last two through the or in the end zone. Let's see what he does here. He does have the win in his face as he's kicking from right to left. But that's, he Still puts his foot behind that one, and he's going to field it in the end zone for a touchback. Oh, well. So much okay, for that, win. Well, so no, for it was, win. he's had a five-yard penalty. I, I, that probably was a delay a game, which normally happens when bands played for too long. Oh, and so really? Fort Payne kicked from the 45 instead of the 40, so that was a good, nice advantage there. Well, that was interesting. I didn't know that happened. Yeah, I've, we've, <laughs> I have been in the middle of the uh, football coach, band director, uh, uh, tense exchange on, <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, you're costing us a five-yard penalty. Well, those, I, those are those are fun conversations. I'm not, not going to say Fort Payne had a part in that because our band went first and they played the whole show. That's right. <laughs> so, and right. it doesn't matter either. That's, that's, that's right. Hazel Green with the ball. They hand it off to running back. He tries to bounce out the left side. He does. He's got room. Ooh, that looks like a face mask. No, he grabbed the ball. Grabbed the ball. Okay. He he he, he hooked his his uh, the arm he was carrying the ball in, and the only defense he had was to go down with it. But it did have the look. Of a face mask from right. up here. Looked like he picked, he picked up seven, so I'll bring second and three as the ball looks to be on the Hazel Green 27-yard line. They got two running backs in the backfield with the quarterback, Carter. He's going to take he's going to hand it to his run back, trying to bounce out to the left side, Fort Payne there, but he gets around uh, yeah. our defenders and it's gets just, the first down. It's just positioning there. I mean, Riker, Riker Engel's got to be that edge guy. That, that keeps everything inside of him. He's a tenth grader, so he's young. He'll learn that, but he's got to he's got to protect it and set that edge. 
so that it squeezes Carter Tinker standing right there. You got you can't have two guys running in the same direction toward the sideline. One's got to push in, one's got to push out. That was about an eight-yard pickup that picks up the first down. That moves the ball up to the Hazel Green 37-yard line. Carter's going to take snap. He's going to hand it to it. Looks like they're going to do a whole lot of running this half, and he's going to run. Their running back's going to run right into the defensive line of Fort Payne. He's going to pick up about one yard. It'll be second and nine. Yeah, nice play by Hayden Presley there inside in the interior. And that, that really is defense. You're just trying to stay square to the line of scrimmage. Slide. Uh, defensive line's going to push up field. Linebackers are looking for the holes and gaps to come in there and make the play. And then if you got the guys on the edge that push everything back inside, then you got people down there to make the play, and that's what happened there. He did pick up two yards. It'll be second and eight with 10.48 to go here as we start the second half. Fort Payne leading Hazel Green 21 nothing. Now they've got out of the two-back set. They have four wides, two on each side, and just one, in one running back in the backfield with Carter. He takes snap. He rolls out to his right side. Fort Payne's going to chase yeah, him down. Quarterback sweep there. And he's gonna, not going to do anything but lose about eight yards on that one, Brian. Yeah, quarterback sweep, and then really did a good job of uh, – of uh, everybody pursuing that direction. So good job pursued and then uh, Mason Chandler finishing it off there for Fort Payne. It makes a nice play for Fort Payne as they will now be third and looks like 15. It's a loss of seven. Or they're gonna give him a loss of eight. So I was right the first time, I love it. Fort Payne playing a two high now with Bennett. And no, he's coming down. I'm not sure if it's gonna be a single high or two high there. JP Buffington and Riker Engel, both young guys swapping out uh, playing time in Caden Dubos' spot tonight. You know, I'm not sure what Hazel Green was doing. They had they had something going there with a the two-back set. Yeah. Now they go to four wide. I don't think he was set, though. Carter looking to throw. He's going to have to scramble. He's looking downfield. He's going to toss it over the middle. Can't wide not. over the receiver. That, that's really nothing nothing there that the secondary can do. That's just quarterback keeping his eye down, eyes downfield. And uh, Fort Payne had everything covered there. It just broke late, and we couldn't get pressure on the quarterback. He gets out and makes a play. That's going to move the ball across midfield to the Fort Payne 40 of 48. That's going to be a first down for Hayes Green as they lead. They excuse me. They trail Fort Payne 21 to nothing with 9:20 to go. So if you're watching on FPTV, you see Fort Payne's got three different layers. You got a front line, middle linebackers, and deep safeties. Hazel Green does not do that on defense. He fakes the handoff. Carter's going to call his own number up the middle. He's got room. Trying to make a move, and he gets another big gain as he gets all the way down to the Fort Payne 27-yard line. Yeah, got to have help there. Um, got to make plays, got to make plays. Fort Payne bringing in uh, Parker Wilson and uh, Shaparo, Taylor Shaparo. So it'll be first and 10 for the uh, Trojans of Hazel Green as they trail 21-0, 8.48 to go here in the third quarter. Carter is your quarterback. He puts a man in motion from his left to right. He's going to hand it off to his running back. Running back mm. finds a hole. He's got a gap. Fort Payne there, but not before he can pick up another first down. Fort Payne brings a safety stunt with uh, Luke Patton, and running back replaces right where Patton went, and nobody there. Right, Hazel Green making up. some noise, Brian. Yeah, Fort Payne's defense got to uh, corral this and get it stopped here. Right. Evidently, there was a flag there. All right. Uh, no, that was a first down call. I'm sorry. I thought, oh, yeah. I thought they were signaling a penalty. First and 10. The ball is on the Fort Payne 17-yard line as Hazel Green has methodically moved it down the field, starting yeah. at their own 20. Getting getting quite a few little chunk plays. Not big chunk plays, but enough to, to move the football. All right. This time we got three receivers, two far side, one near. They're going to put a man in motion again, left to right. Fake the handoff to him. They're going to get the running back. He's got a hole around left side trying to get it, outrun our defenders, and he does, and he'll go in the end zone and score. 
you know, taking bad angles there for tackling. Um, we're, we're, we're chasing and not, not running, running to the spot where the guy's going to be. We're running to the spot where he was, and we end up chasing the play. And that's happened several times in this drive. And um, got to get better angles on our tackles. Looks like on that drive, Hazel Green made some nice adjustments at halftime on their yeah. play calling. Yeah, Fort Payne's going to have to really start to figure these things out. It's not going to make as big a difference because they should be able to pull away later on in this game. But for future games, these things got to get cleaned up. All right, extra point is up and good. So with eight minutes left to go in the third quarter, Hazel Green puts their first points on the board. They now trail Fort Payne 21-7. We'll take a 30-second timeout. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. All right, welcome back to Hazel Green, Alabama, where the Hazel Green Trojans have taken their opening second half kickoff and pushed it right down Fort Payne as they score their, on their first drive. It's now 21-7, Fort Payne leads with just under eight minutes to go here in the third quarter. Yeah, it's not, not the ideal way to start out your defensive series for Fort Payne to start the third quarter, but got to keep learning, got to keep grinding. All right, so Hazel Green will kick off. Last time they kicked off, they tried an they tried an onside. Yep, surprise onsides. And this one, it'd another real, swift kick. <laughs> it's gonna say it'd be a real surprise onside if they did it here. Fowler feels it. He tries to break through some arm tackles. He does. He gets pushed out of bounds at the 43, 44 yard line. It'll be first and ten for Four Payne. Yeah, great pickup by Nolan. Not just a lot of guys on that second level there on on kickoff teams are just looking to make a. A couple of yards, no one really tried to get another first down out of it, and I think he, he, he accomplished that. Looks like they're going to mark it at the 42. So first and 10 from the 42. Just under eight minutes to go here in the third quarter. Fort Payne leading 21-7 as they start their first possession of the second half. Four receivers, three far side, one near Blaylock in the backfield with Varnador, the quarterback. Varnador, a quick throw across the middle. He hits uh, there you go, Blake Griggs. Griggs down the middle. Griggs, he's brought down at the 20-yard line for the cab. Fix it first down. That's that's crisp. <laughs> that was crisp. That, that's and that puts grab, it, pop, here it is. And that puts it inside the alpha red zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Is that his dad? That is it his dad, is his right? Dad, that is yep. his dad. Proud dad moment right there. Blake, it looks like Blake got a little bit shaken up on that play. Hopefully he's okay. It's time to hand off to Blaylock. Blaylock up the middle. Blaylock picks, about, picks up about two or three yards. It's okay. Got to keep them honest, right? Those, yeah, those two play. Yeah, you've got to have that run, and Fort Payne going to go a little quick here. They're going real tempo as everybody's getting it lined up. Second and seven. Bondor snaps, looks through. They throw it quick to Fowler. Fowler on the left side trying to find a block. Falls the blocker, gets around the left side, and he uh, – That's a good pickup. He pick, he's just – could be just short of the first down marker. Let's see. It looks like it's at the 10. Yep, they're going to give him a DeKalb fix it first down. Yeah, significant – well, we're going to put him – Keep quiet until this series is over. <laughs> so, so far, it looks a lot better. Yep, so it's first and goal for the Wildcats at the 10-yard line of Hazel Green. Seven minutes to go, 21-7 lead. 
this Fort Payne play tempo there. Now they're slowed down. They got four wides. They're going to quick throw it out to. There he is. Was that uh, Brandon Oliver? That's Griggs. That's oh, Griggs. Griggs. That's a good pickup. You know, I can't tell between six and eight. <laughs> Your sixes and eights are horrible, Chris. Yes. He picked up four or five. That's going to bring up second and goal from the five. 6.47 to go in third. Fort Payne moving quickly again. Wanderdor having to wait till his guys get set. Quick snap. Hand off to Blaylock. Blaylock trying to get out around left side. He's He's got nowhere to go. He's going to press wow. forward. Finds a good hole. Night. Slips through. <laughs> and he's down at the one-yard line. Wow. That, that's what we used to call BYOB. Be he, your own blocker. He had nothing but red jerseys in front that's of him, Ron. <laughs> you don't need a blocker. I don't see how you find a hole between 300 <laughs> pounds. You know what I'm saying? There's 300-pound yep. guys. and Good grief. All right, so third and one. A long one. Third and goal. Sorry, not third and one. Third and goal. Six to go. 21-7 lead for the Wildcats as they try to answer the Hazel Green touchdown. What do you call this? The this is the mountain heavy music? mountain music, yep. They're toe-to-toe, -to -toe too. They're going to hand it off to Bennett Blanks. Bennett Blanks drives in, stands up for a touchdown for Payne. Yep. Well, that, that the offense did what they needed to do, come out. and That looked much, much better. That's the best drive of the night as far as consistent, crisp, nice passes, good catches, nice blocking. Uh, don't think any penalties on that drive, were there? You know? I don't think any penalties. So, All right, that'll set up the Thrive Outdoor Extra Point. So far, you know, I, I'm going to say I believe Fort Payne's perfect on their extra points this year. There you go, Chris. And I just threw out there the baseball go. jinx. <laughs> well, I tell you what, we're going to have a lot to talk about if you don't make this. Yes, and it is good. Yeah. <laughs> So your Wildcats lead the Trojans of Hazel Green with five, just under six minutes to go in the third, 28 to seven. We'll be back right after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Ida. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can And we're live and we're talking. That's right. We, we are on the air. We are on the air. Wildcat football is on the air. You like that? I do like that. Very, <laughs> very radio DJ-ish. All right, we are under six minutes left here in the third quarter. 28 to 7. It is a cool breeze out right now, yeah. folks. Chris and Holly are having production meetings during the We are having production commercial meetings. Commercial breaks. <laughs> uh, you want me to go? I'll just look at you want me to go with the first one? Okay. I just got to let her They're still in the straight. production meeting right still now. Still in the meeting. We'll get back with you. <laughs> All right, Fort Payne to kick off. This one's got high. That one. It's going to be short. He's going to field it at the 10-yard line. <laughs> Hazel Green, now at the 15 to 20. Got a hole following blockers. Oh, nice but hit. But quickly and Cooper falls Jackson down there. at the 28-yard line. That's where Hazel Green will start first and 10. Nice hit by Cooper Jackson. Fort Payne's got a lot, and we're seeing it right now, uh, Chris. On that, on that tackle, Cooper Jackson making a nice hit. you got Riker Engel. J.P. Buffington, you got a lot of young guys, younger guys that are getting some playing time right now. It's going to be good for the future of Fort Payne football. All right, Hazel Green, I noticed uh, last series their offensive linemen looked to be struggling. 
you know, keep it up with the play. <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously, toting that weight around. Yeah, it is. Hopefully that we'll have a cleaner look this time on defense. We really need Luke Patton, I mean, excuse me, Will Patton in there on defensive line this series. All right, Carter is your quarterback for the Hazel Green Trojans. He puts a man in motion. He's going to hand it on. Oh, Ooh, that's a fumble on, on the ground. ground. I believe he fell back yeah. on it, though. Fort Payne couldn't get on it. So that'll be, a looks like a loss of a yard or two on that play. Nope, Fort Payne is saying uh, they got it. Uh, I don't think that's I don't, it. I think he called him down. And, and, and to his credit, Mason stripped it out. Coach Elmore's like, <laughs> he's going to plead his case. Yeah, from here it looked like he was down. Or I, yeah, it did look point. like he fell on it first, and, and Mason probably went in there and with a little shenanigans. All right, FPTV, run that uh, run that replay. Yeah, we need replays every Y'all got to get some replay cameras out on the field. Tell, we'll tell Steve <laughs> that. He'll love that. <laughs> All right, 5.30 to go. Second down and 10. Oh, they're going to give them back to the line of scrimmage. So second and 10 for the Hazel Green Trojans. They got two running backs, which worked for them last series. They're going to hand oh, off. Nice Fort Payne is there, and he's going to lose a yard or two. Please don't throw him and get a penalty. Yeah, Will Patton on there coming in and playing a little bit of defensive line. Nice job there shedding that block and getting upfield. Nice play by Will. So no gain on the play. We'll bring up third and 10 for the Trojans. It's Fort Payne looking to go with three and out with them. Have, I don't even think we've done a, we have gone a three and out tonight. I don't know. We need one really bad. All right, Carter, your quarterback for Hazelgrain. He does have run running back in the backfield with him. A little bit bigger back than the one they've had in the previous. Mm -hmm. Two receivers each side. Carter's going to look to throw. He's looking this side. He's going to roll out. Fort Payne's chasing. I'm not sure he's going to have time to do it. He throws. Has a man. Oh, nice play. Nice defensive play. And I tell you what, to be honest with you, that was actually a good throw. It was. And Caminiti made a great play. I don't know if there was. That cannot be a late hit on, on Fort Payne because they were tackling him as he was throwing. No, I think it was thrown before they hit him. Maybe an illegal or uh, illegal formation. Oh, so you think the flag wasn't on the, yeah, on the quarterback was. hit? <clears throat> yeah, it was illegal on. formation. It was. So that penalty's declined. It'll be fourth down now for Hazel Green as they have find themselves fourth and 11 deep in their own territory with 440 to go here in the third. I've got to quit wiggling. I'm, I'm wiggling again. Shaking the cameras. Yes, the earthquake. So if you're watching the game on FPTV, there could be a slight earthquake going on. All right, we're here at Hazel Green on natural turf. You hardly yep. find so it's fine, you hardly find natural turf. As Brian said earlier, this is the time of year the natural turf starts turning brown. Yeah. And I'm not sure what it looks like on TV. All right, there's a snap. <clears throat> Bennett Blank's almost there to block it. It's, this one's going to be received by Oliver. Oliver looking for a hole. He does. He's getting around left side. Oh, don't block in the back. He comes across the 50. <laughs> Sound like an auctioneer there, Chris. <laughs> And, uh, and he is gang tackled down as he crosses midfield. So Fort Payne will start in Hazel Green territory at the Hazel Green 45-yard yeah. line. Nice pickup there. Nice return. Brandon making the first guy miss, which is that return guy's job. And then getting upfield, making uh, 15, 15 plus yards, about 15 yards on the return. Well, I, I had seen the Fort Payne guy here following. I was like, man, don't block it. Just, just let him go make the tackle. <laughs> don't get that feeling. Okay, Fort Payne with great field position. Leading 28-7, Varnador is your quarterback. He's got Blakely in the backfield. Two receivers on both sides. Good to see the defense get the offense the ball back here after that last series. And that was a three and out. They're going to put Fowler in motion. But they're going to fake the handoff to Blake Blakely. Throw across the middle. There's his man. Oh, he nice. makes a catch, makes a step, fakes him out again. He's going back right, and he's hitting the back. That looked like it hurt <laughs> as he gets down to about the six-yard line. 
Inside the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs, yep. with the DeKalb Vicks at first down. That, that, that's, a, that's a pretty tight window, Chris, and that's what we were talking about earlier. Um, just those kind of plays. I think maybe we got so accustomed to that earlier on in the season that this offense just was clicking, and, and it hadn't recently, and now it's starting to this half. Well, Varnadour is seeing that window across the middle. He's going to hand this one off to Blaylock. Blaylock picks up a couple yards. He's going to get it down to about the, looks like they're going to say, four-yard line. That's a two-yard gain. That'll bring up second and goal. 3.48 to go. Fort Payne leading 28-7. Yeah, he made that, when he made that second move and that guy hit him in the back, that's when I said, well, that looked like it hurt. <laughs> yeah, Riker did a good job there of, of trying to make a guy miss and, and get to the end zone, really fighting for yardage. Those I've seen those hits from behind, and they roll up on the ankles. That's what always worries me, the ankles mm -hmm. or the back of the knee. All right, Varnador is your quarterback. He's got three receivers in a bunch on the far side. Fowler near side. Blakely's in the back. Blaylock's in the backfield. Oh, oh man. Blake was wide open. <laughs> and he couldn't get rid of it fast enough yeah. as uh, Hazel Green was able to get there and sack him for about a looks like five-yard loss. It's going to bring up third and goal from the 10. Yeah, somebody left Blake Griggs uh, wide open. And, of course, Dax didn't really have a chance to see that. Still no score update in the Buckhorn Lee. They have to have already started. I'm still showing halftime, so nobody's maybe no score so far. All right, third and goal from the 10. Varnador with two backs. He fakes it. He's going to throw mm. nice to Tyler Griggs. Griggs trying to get around the outside, and he gets tackled. Looks like at the two, not in, 2.35 to go. Let's see if Elmore goes for it here. I think he'll probably kick this. Yeah. And that's what he's going to do is. Oh, no. No, he's no. going heavy. He's going to go for it. The specialist almost called it. So he's going to go heavy uh, lineup here. It's going to be, they're going to say the three-yard line. So it's going to be fourth and goal from the three with 2.15 and counting to go in the third quarter. Fort Payne leading 28-7 over the, over the Hazel Green Trojans. This could be a play action here, although I'm expecting Bennett to get this on a sweep right side. Varnador is not under center right here. Oh, they're going to, whistle's blown, and, and there's a flag on the play. That's not going to be moving on Fort Payne. Oh, wow. Offside defense. We'll take that's half the distance. That should move it to, uh, what, fourth and goal from the one? One and a half? Should be the, yeah, one and a half. <clears throat> they may reset this. I don't know if there was going to be a play action off of that. Looked like it's going to be just a little sweep or a, or a power play to that right side with those two up backs. For your entertainment, the Trojan band's giving us a little word up. <laughs> Timeless classic. Yes. All right. Under two minutes and counting. Fourth and goal. They're going to save from the two. Varnador is in the shotgun. Back with Bennett Blanks. He's going to take snap. Hand it off to Blanks. Blanks powers in. And he's in. Touchdown, Horpane. Yeah. That is a, that's a really, I mean, you've got Carter Tinker and Tyler Wooten in there as up backs. Um, man, that's a, that's a power def That's a power offense set right there with Bennett running that ball. So with a minute 42, Fort Payne scores again as they set up for the Thrive Outdoor extra point to make it 35 to 7. And I'm not going to talk about the extra points. I'm just going to watch them. Oh, you've already, you've already, I've already done it, huh? Yeah, you, you can't mess up the jinx now. Air snap, hold is down, kick is up, and it is good. So your Wildcats lead the Trojans of Hazel Green 35 to 7 with a minute 42 left to go in the third quarter. We'll take a 30-second timeout and be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. 
passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get All right, welcome back into Hazel Green, Alabama. As the Fort Payne Wildcats go on the road and lead right now, the, the Trojans 35 to seven with a minute 42 left in the third. Brian, it is. Are we, on, look, are we on pace, Chris? Clock. I don't want to jinx that either, but I'm going to look at it. It's, on, it's nine o'clock. Last week we got, we got out of Huntsville about 10. All right, this is a high kick, not as long. Of course, the wind's in his face, so they receive it at 10 yard line, trying to go left side. They follow some blockers, Fort Payne there, and they tackle him at the 22 yard line. I do not have a Buckhorn lead general yeah, score. Trying to find an update on that. They haven't changed it since the half. Right now we have 24 22 at the half. But I know they're in front of us. Yeah, they've got to be. The, wind, yeah. the wind's kicked up as the flag is straight out. Right, here, here's a little development here. we got Skylar Cody in at, at cornerback, his first action of the season. We're seeing right here at one, yep. number one right here. Okay. The left cornerback in. Just, uh, I think they're just trying to get him used to being on the field again. Good opportunity for him to not worry too much about running a bunch with straining that hamstring. With him in, I guess they had to run out Riker Engel. He had to run out. Low snap to Carter. Carter hands it off to, to Mann. Mann finds a hole. He's got a seam. He's got a hole, but he's tackled after getting a first down all the way up to the 39, 38-yard line of Hazel Green. Well, I'll tell you what, just, just in that little spurt, Cody chasing from the backside. <laughs> that cat's fast, boy. He is. He can roll. All right, a minute 20 and counting, Fort Payne leading 35-7. Hazel Green scored on their first possession of the second half. Then Fort Payne held them to a three and out, but they've picked up a quick first down after that nice run by the running back. Carter, the quarterback for the Trojans. They got four receivers, two on each side. He's going to hand off again to Man. Man going left side, following those big linemen, and he squirts through mm. and knocked out of bounds at the 49-yard line. Yeah, another much. first too, down. Too much. Got to get more. Two push. plays. Two two plays. Two first down runs, Brian. Yeah, got to get got to get more push on that interior. Getting people out to making the plays on the edges. All right, again. Let's see. This time Hazel Green is in four receivers. They have one in a slot on the far side. And of course. Uh, Man's in the backfield car. They're going to put the slot back in motion. They're going to hand it off to him. He's got room around the left side. He makes a move. Fall trips on his own feet, and he goes down at the 40, picks up another for us. Three, three plays, three first yeah, downs, Brian. There, there's nobody here setting this edge. You, you can't play this sideline-to-sideline football that, that Hazel Green's wanting to play without having somebody to set the edge and turn that play back in. Somebody has to be that person. So that is 30 yards in three plays for the Hazel Green Trojans. They are just like the first drive, moving it on down. 34 seconds left to go in the third quarter. 35-7 lead for the Wildcats. It's no time to be complacent. Mm -mm. Yeah, Coach Elmore going to call a timeout try to fix this right now. Coach Elmore is going to call a timeout. We'll take the timeout with them. Your Fort Payne Wildcats lead the Tra Hazel Green Trojans 35-7 here in the third quarter. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. 
we're back in Hazel Green where your Wildcats lead the Trojans 35 to 7. Trying to see if we can go around another way to find the uh, a score update. Trying to go to Alabama.com while we're sitting here talking to see if they have something new for us. I told Brian, I usually don't see a lot of Northeast Alabama on, on the Birmingham website. I'm not seeing anything near. All right. Hazel Green, 26 seconds left to go in the third. They got the ball. First and 10 from the Fort Payne 40. Carter looking to throw. He's got a man out there. Fort Payne's there. He turns around in time, uh, yeah. and they're going to throw the flag. I don't think that was a good call yeah. at all. What do you think? Well, if he, he was does lean, it, he, he don't think he grabbed him, though. No, but if he's, he can't. Uh, can't lean uh, on him? Well, you can't be facing the, def the receiver and... I, that's close. I'm not sure that that's that close. I thought he turned around twice. Yeah. Once before the ball got there, then once as the ball arrived. But they did throw the flag, and it's a it's pass interference against Fort Payne. So that is another automatic. That's not another. That is an automatic f first down for Hazel Green. As they now, the ball is now moved to the Fort Payne 25-yard line. Here with 19 seconds to go in the third. Hazel Green looking to put another score up this quarter. Put a man in motion. Now they're going to bring him closer to their quarterback, Carter. Carter is going to hand it off to him. He's going to try to go outside, and Fort Payne sniffs it out, yeah. and he's going to lose about four yards, Brian. Nice play by Mason Chandler shedding that block and coming up field. Hazel Green players down. He is down. That'll stop the clock with eight seconds left to go in the third. Let's see what happened there. It looked clean to me. All right, it looks like he's down a little bit, Holly. Let's take a 30-second timeout, and we'll be back right after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. It's second and 12 for the Hazel Green Trojans. Seven seconds to go in the third quarter. They're going to hand off to Man. Man's tackled, oh, yeah. and they got a face mask. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a first down, Brian. Yeah, that's a no-doubter face mask wow. there. All right, the quarter will expire. So as the quarter expires, Fort Payne's going to be, looks like, called. They are going to be called for a face mask. That's a personal foul. That's going to be 15 more yards. We've given them two. We get them 30 yards. Brian? Yeah, go into the fourth quarter. Uh, I don't know. They, they may still have that rule of an untimed down because of a defensive penalty. Well, I was asking you earlier about uh, clock running because I've been watching I've been watching Thompson. Thompson was up on Oak Mountain. 38, I mean, 68-7 to 7 in the third quarter. Mm. Now the game's over and it's 9 o'clock. How does that happen unless they just run the clock? And that's why I ask you, if you're up so much, they just run the clock. Yeah, the, now they're, I have seen it. Usually it's in JV games or in uh, uh, junior high games, if there's a certain score, they'll, they'll just kind of let that thing run. Because it, it, it was 68-7 to seven in the third, and now the game's over. I You know what? Now that I think about it, I think there is some some way that, that both coaches can agree to, hey, let's just run the clock. Gotcha. Okay, it looks like uh, they have to play an untimed down. Is that correct? Yeah, I think so, because the play can't end on a, a 
quarter can't end on a defensive penalty. The ball is on the 11-yard line of Fort Payne. Carter's going to take it himself. He tries to go around the left side. He finds a little bit of room, but he's going to be taken down after about, oh, wow, they're going to give him five on that play, Brian. That's yeah. a deceptive five. You can see that there. There's no, there's nobody setting that edge. There's got to be somebody has to be out there helping to turn those plays in, and they're not. All right, after that play, a pickup of five at the end of the third quarter. Fort Payne goes into the fourth, leading 35-7 to seven with Hazel Green threatening. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Hazel Green, just an update. Two only. Uh, most scores are out of reach, but two kind of fairly close scores in the re in the area. Gaston City in the third quarter is only up on May Jemison, twenty-one to seven in the third. Yeah, and that's something. <laughs> and uh, what was the other one? The other one is Section, who I said earlier had only won one game. They won their first game last week. Uh, right now, they find themselves in a little bit of a dogfight as they lead Whitesburg Christian, who's winless, twenty-one to twenty in the fourth quarter. Wow. But everybody else is, there's blowouts everywhere. Yeah. Except the Buckhorn Lee game, which we cannot get an update. They're killing <laughs> us. They know we're watching the score. All right, here we go now as we get ready to start the fourth. Hazel Green with the ball on the Fort Payne five-yard line. They can get a first down, it looks like. It is second and five from the five, but they can get a first down. Low snap. They're going to hand it off to man the running back. Fort Ooh. Payne there for no game. Wow, Carter unloaded on him. It looked like it bent him up like a pretzel. At that time, uh, Mason Chandler jumped, jumped outside at the snap to set that edge, make the play turn inside. So no gain. It is third and five. I mean, if they get a first down, it's going to be within a foot. They've got maybe a foot in there, from what I can tell by the stick. So they're going to say third and four. 11.30 to go, four pain leading 35 to seven. Carter, he's your quarterback for the Trojans. He's got man in the backfield with him. He's going to roll out to the right, looking to throw. He's going to throw in the end zone. Has a man turned around, and he steps in the end zone right across the line for a touchdown. Nice, nice play design on that one. Yeah, it was, and, and a good good execution. Four paints flowing that way. They stunted into it, um, or at least slanted everybody to to that play side. But nice completion by Hazel Green. You still got to want. You still got to want your defense. Playing a little bit better than Fort Payne's defense is playing right now on that series. The first, the first series of the second half, well, they scored on the second one. They they stopped on a three and out, and then this drive has just had a lot of penalties to it. High snap, kick is up, and it is good. So Hazel Graham puts another seven on the board as they trail your Fort Payne Wildcats 35 to 14. As we get started here in the fourth quarter, we'll take a quick 30 second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, 
Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get We're back in Hazel Green, Alabama, where Hazel Green has just scored to make it 35-14. As we get, we're early here in the fourth quarter. Hazel Green had two, had three 10-yard plays as they went 30 yards on three plays. Then they had two penalties against Fort Payne, each for 15 yards of pass interference and a personal foul, which got them real close to the goal line. And then they were able to punch it in as they trail by. Another squib kick on the ground. Fort Payne there. Oh, it kicks off his shoulder, Brian. Everybody's down. They're trying to get on it, and they finally land on it and corral it. Yeah. That, that's why you try to do a squib kick right there is it's supposed to be what it looks like. Well, there is a reason that ball is not shaped around like a soccer <laughs> ball. It will bounce anywhere. So Fort Payne will get it first and 10. Looks like from their own 27-yard uh, line. 11 minutes to go here in the here in the game, not the half, the game. Fort Payne leading 35-7. Four wideouts, two on each side. Blaylock in the backfield with Varnador, the quarterback. Varnador claps his hands. Nobody moves, and they do yeah, move. Here we go. Or is it Fort Payne that moves? And White Hat is going to say Fort Payne moved. All right, so after the clap, Fort Payne moves. So for first and 15. Patterson, excuse me, Patterson's Music and Jewelry beginning October 5th. Patterson's will be open till 8 p.m. on Thursdays. Layaway for Christmas. Discounts throughout the store. New inventory arrives weekly. Come by often. Patterson's Music and Jewelry. 11 minutes to go here in this one. Fort Payne leading 35-14. Varnador back to pass. He finds Fowler and its defensive man knocks it out of his hands. Incomplete. It'll be second and 15 for the Wildcats. Strange. All the other scores are updating except the Buckhorn Lee score. <laughs> 11 minutes to go here in this one. 35-14. Ball is on the Fort Payne. Looks like 22-yard line if I'm trying to adjust my sticks to the sideline here. Four wideouts, three near side, one far. Varnador looking to pass. Nobody there. He's going to throw it over this side. Way over here to 17, and that's high and outside. I mean high and outside, high and over his head. Incomplete. Bring up third and 15. I'm not yeah. sure I would have gone for that one. That's a, that's a, yeah, it's a risky, <laughs> risky throw there. I thought he might have pulled it down and ran it on that one. So third and 15. Fort Payne started off really well here in the second yeah, half, and now kinda, it's slowed down. Back, back to a little bit of, not as sloppy as the first half, but just not as crisp and clean and open. All right, third and 15. Let's see what Fort Payne calls here. So we got a little bit of mist. Yeah, that's my, that's, yeah, that that's should gonna, give 4.5 yards. That's going to make it a little more manageable as that finally draws Hazel Green offsides. Boy, that, that number eight right there is a stump <laughs> for Hazel Green. His legs. Yeah, I think he's, he's, thick, is yeah. he number two? Uh, he's, I need to see, I need to see his height. He's a, he's a, he's a stump. Yeah, that, they, evidently, they called that on Fort Payne, Chris. Wow. Okay. So that penalty was on Fort Payne. That backs up to third and 20 as we go backwards. I'm not sure how that, what that call was, what they saw. 
All right, let's see what Coach Elmore has for third and 20 from their own 16-yard line. Barnard looking through. They're rushing. They find a man over here. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's nice. Brandon Aller. Brandon Aller gets around the outside, and he's corralled down. Close. And he picks. No, he does he not pick it. it up. He was close. He's going to be short about two or three yards there. It looks like two yards. It's going to bring up fourth and two. Nice play call there. Usually, I see those work a lot. Those screens work a ton on third. It was and close. Long. Yeah, it was a big pickup. It just didn't quite get enough. Now Coach Elmore's going to say, let's just do it. Right now, he's lining up his offense. Fourth and two, or fourth and three. He's Martin looking Dorf, to call it. Martindor slaps his hands. 10-20 to go, Fort Payne leading 35-14. Marnador in the shotgun. Fourth and three, and Elmore is not happy about something as he calls times out, calls timeout. So with the 35-14 lead in the third with 10 to go, we'll take a timeout with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome back to Hazel Green with a uh, struggling uh, offense right now in these last two series. It is fourth and three. Fort Payne now going to go back into, going to set up into punting formation. 10 13 to go here in the game. They lead the Hazel Green Trojans 35 to 14. Chris, I've got an update now. Buckhorn up 31 to 22 on Lee in the fourth quarter. Had to, had to go to some obscure site. There we go. Snap, nice spiral punt. Fielded at the 30-yard line, and that's where they're going to mark it. Let's see. They're going to mark it at the 29-yard line. So Hazel Green will set up first and 10 for Maryland 39 after an outstanding punt from number 13, Hayden Chambers. So that's 31 to 31 to 22. Buckhorn up on Lee. So they scored, they scored again out of the half. What site did you go to? Some uh, Max Preps. Oh, wow. I guess they stopped talking the scoreboard. <laughs> Evidently somebody quit posting there. Made them mad or something. That's right. So 10 minutes to go. Hazel Green trailing Fort Payne 35-14. They set up first and 10. Let's see if Fort Payne's defense can come up here as they have found success going around the sides, Brian. Yeah. As you said, they had Fort Payne had been setting the edge. Carter, your quarterback. He's going to roll out left side looking to throw. He's going to throw quick. Finds his man. Picks up, uh, looks like, seven yards. It'll be third, second and three. As we got a slight mist here in Hazel Green. Yeah, just a quick out there. Uh, Riker Shankle, uh, Riker Engle in good coverage. All right, that ball now. Now time has slowed down since I mentioned it earlier. <laughs> We've had timeouts and hurt and penalties. Uh, going out of bounds and incomplete passes. Out of bounds, yes. And time has come to a standstill. Carter rolling out right this time. They're keeping him in motion. He's going to throw downfield. Got a man. We're way off him. He picks up first down easily and is knocked out of bounds at 50 yards, yeah. at the 50-yard line. We had a lot of room on coverage there, Brian. Yeah, they're giving, giving real soft corner coverage. And um, oh, I don't know exactly the answer here. 
So Hazelgrain having no trouble moving the ball while our offense has stalled the last two drives. And it looks like a penalty against Fort Payne. What was that for? I, don't, I didn't see that one. Now it's going to be 15 yards. Looks like probably a personal foul. That's, that's a 15-yard that's penalty. That's going to move ball, the ball down to the Fort Payne 35-yard line. So first and 10, Hazel Green from the Fort Payne 35. Tell you what, it don't take much to get back in this game before Payne don't get on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Carter with the snap. He's going to drop straight back. He's going to look for the screen. Why are we through the screen? Fort Payne there, missed the tackle, but he doesn't do anything. He slips and falls. It'll be a loss of six, Brian. Yeah, good break on it by Tyler Wooten, and then cleaned up by Taylor Shaparo there, coming in and finishing it off. So 9.30 to go here in the game. Fort Payne leading 35-14, but Hazel Green moving the ball, except on that play. That's going to back them up. They're going to say three. So it'll be second down and 13 by the board. Carter is your quarterback for Hazel Green. He takes a snap, rolls out to his right this time. Looking to throw downfield. Has a man, finds him. He's knocked out of bounds about the 30-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of about eight or nine. That's going to bring up third and five with nine minutes to go. They seem to be rolling the quarterback out now, Brian. Mm -hmm. They're trying to move the pocket to give him more protection. Thirty-five, fourteen lead for the Wildcats. As the Hazel Green plant band plays the up-tempo version of Nick. <laughs> now they're gonna roll them out left. Fort Payne there chasing him down. They put a hit on Paul. The rest is thrown over the head, incomplete. Yeah, pressure caused that bad pass. They're just running. They're running basically two routes on both sides. It's just the inside slots running out, and the uh, outside guys running to go. That's going to bring up fourth and five, Brian, with nine minutes to go as clock is stopped. They haven't? I don't know that they've run the ball this series yet, have they? Uh, no, they have not this series. If they trail, Jose Green trails for Payne, 35 to 14. Carter going to roll out left again, looking to throw this time. Fort Payne there, knocks it down, passes incomplete. Yeah, good job, so that'll Mason be a turnover Chandler. on downs, Fort Payne ball. Good job, Mason Chandler there on that play. So Fort Payne does get the stop. Too many penalties still, but got the stop when they needed to. All right, they got the stop. So with under nine minutes to play, Fort Payne leading 35 to 14. They'll have the ball on the Hazel Green, I mean, excuse me, on the Fort Payne 30-yard line, moving from our left to right. I would not be surprised to see Coach Elmore go a little bit more run heavy here. Run some clock. Just try to get a little bit of clock. He's got some of his twos, two wideouts in. See Josh Everett, uh, Templeton on top side. All right, Barnador's your quarterback. He's going to hand it off to Blaylock. Blaylock up the middle, finds a hole. He picks up a whole bunch, and they're going to be. He's going to be just short of the first down as he picks up nine. It'll be second down and one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess we're going to run a few plays here, try to get some of this clock off. Scottsboro leading Sardis, 41-14 in the fourth. Yeah, still showing 31-22, Buckhorn and Lee. Well, section just pick up their second win as it goes final. They beat Whitesburg, Christian, 21-20. Hand off to Blaylock. Blaylock again up the middle, shredding some tackles, and he'll pick up to DeKalb. Fix it first down. Yeah, almost said DeKalb County. <laughs> Well, DeKalb fix DeKalb it. Is County, DeKalb fix County. It County. First down. All the way up to the Fort Payne 47-yard line. 
clock is rolling as we reach eight minutes here to go in this one. Monodori, your quarterback, he's got four receivers. Blaylock's to his right. He's going to take a snap. He's looking downfield to throw. He throws it across the middle high and over the hands of number 17, Riker Shankles. Had a little, had a lot of juice on it. Yeah, it didn't drop that one in. He kind of looking for that same crossing route that's paid off. Sometime He's hit that before. route several times tonight. All right, a little under eight minutes. The clock stopped. 35-14 lead for the Wildcats. Second down and ten. This time, two running backs back in the backfield with Varnador. He's going to hand this one off to number is that 45? Yeah, Caden Adams. Caden Adams, who goes for no gain. It'll bring up third and ten for the Wildcats. Fort Payne seeming to this half, we thought they were going to click on through. They started off hot, and then uh, this kind of slowed down. Yeah, it, it's been hit or miss. It's been better than the first half. Seven and a half to go. Varnador being rushed. He's going to throw a screen. He's on his man. Oh, and Adams couldn't hold on to the ball. It goes incomplete. It'll be fourth down and 11 for the Wildcats. Had it set up. It was. It was there. Yeah, the play calls are there. The, the execution and finishing has not been. Yeah. You want, to, you want to let that go through, but um, you want to let the line come through, but not that quick. You got to give a little bit of resistance there. All right, 7.17 to go. Clock is stopped. 35-14 lead for the Wildcats. Fort Payne back to punt. Got a little bit of miss. Low snap, plenty of time, and he gets off a good one. It's going to go all the way over, hit at the 17, take a Fort Payne bounce. It'll roll sideways, and it'll stop dead at the 15-yard line. That's where Hazel Green will start first and 10. I'll tell you what, man. I was all giddy earlier when it was about <laughs> 4 or 9 o'clock, and we were rolling along, and, man, it has stopped. All the passing. Look for Hazel Green. Look for Hazel Green to start passing the ball right here and running See out of See you tomorrow morning, guys. The problem is this wouldn't be bad if we were in Scottsboro or Gadsden. <laughs> we're in Huntsville. Well, actually, we're, we're almost in, in, Tennessee. We're in Tennessee. We're almost Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> and we got we got some misting going on. It's kind of a dance damp now. Everything's starting to get damp up here. We're on top of the visiting team uh, press box. Sluggish and misty. All right, Carter. Carter back to pass. He's going to throw it over this side. He finds his man. There's the out route. And don't tackle him out of bounds, and we tackle him out of bounds. No, they got to run the clock. They're good. Clock still runs. Five. So he's running the clock. Yeah, if you if you stop the forward progress okay. in bounds. Thank you, Mr. Yeah. Official. Roll that arm. <laughs> 6.45 to go. 35-14 lead. That's a pickup of looks like four. It's going to be second and six for the Hazel Green Trojans. Four receivers, two on each side. Carter going to roll out right this time. He's going to throw it. There it is. He's going to hit number two. Wide open for days. And looked like a face mask, but he is tackled after a first down pickup. Yeah, they did call it. They did or did not? This official backside came up and called it. All right, so I thought it was a face mask, and they're going to call a face mask, so we're going to add on another. I, our penalties have got to be atrocious tonight. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. And they've been big ones. They've been a lot of 15-yarders. So it'll be a 15-yard face mask. No, they're going to say incidental, five yards. I'll take that. But it's still a first down. Ball's up to the Hazel Green 40 now. 6.25 go. Clock is stopped. Fort Payne leading 35-14. Yeah, my, uh, my score thing still hadn't updated the Buckhorn yet. 
Still showing halftime. All right, Carter's your quarterback. He's got four receivers. He's going to stay in the pocket this time. He's going to throw across the middle. Fort Payne's there. Oh, oh my goodness <laughs> gracious. Peas in the gravy. You missed that one. <laughs> Luke Patton. Good night. He saw that. He saw that before the play started. He was right <laughs> he there. Ready making, right. I need, the, I need to go talk to him about this thing they call stick them. No, that's the that's the fame. That, this is where you say the famous. That's why you're a defensive back. <laughs> yeah. Not a wide receiver. I mean, he could. <laughs> it was right there. Wasn't he, it? he was smelling that one. All right, Carter. This time's going to roll out left hey, for the out route. We he's broke going, under the out route. Oh, and there he is. Ooh, oh, a missed tackle. He's got plenty of room on the right side. Now he rolls back right. He's trying to throw it downfield, and it's going to go incomplete. Wow. I know. Who was that 41? He, he hates that he missed that sack. <laughs> that was Kate, Kate Kilgore. Kilgore. Yeah. Carl and Judy do, too. They're going to ride him about that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> he turned around and was right in his face. All right. Clock is stopped. Six minutes to go in the game. 35-14 lead for Fort Payne. Ball is on the Hazel Green 40. It is third and 10. We were giving them a lot of buffer on some of this. I hope we know where the sticks are. <laughs> Let's don't buffer 15 yards and give them 10. All right, four receivers. They got them in tight this time. Oh, wow. Uh, snap goes past him. Carter. Carter fumbles. He's running back. Four pain gives chase. He throws ahead, finds his receiver, but not, he does not make the catch. He goes incomplete. It's pretty impressive that he was able to find somebody after that. So that'll be fourth and ten, Brian, with the clock stopped at 5.52. Unless they're just going to concede this, they're going to have to go for it. They trail Fort Payne 35-14. to 14. They still got 31-22 Buckhorn by Max Preps. I don't know how accurate that is. I'm still at halftime on my app, scores app. All the other games are finished about now. Carter is your quarterback for the Trojans. He takes snap, drops straight back. Four pains there. He has to duck out some tackles. He does. He gets loose, throws it downfield, finds the receiver, but he drops the ball, Brian. Golly. I mean, he caught it almost right at the first know, down marker. Four pain. Uh, Hazel Green returns the favor. I mean, in terms of. So four pain holds. They'll get the ball with. 5.44 to go in this one is the clock does not want to move. Hey, let's run the ball. <laughs> if we don't we don't get 10 yards, let's just run it slowly. Here we go. And that clock has got to move. All right, five, <laughs> 5.44 to go. Fort Payne leading 35 to 14 here in Hazel Green as they got the ball after a turnover on downs on the Hazel Green 40. They do hand it off to Blaylock. Blaylock around right side, trying to find a hole. He does. He's around the 30. The 25 pushed out of bounds of the 25-yard line for the cab. Fix it first down. And somebody's hurt. That looks like Griggs is down. Yeah, slow Blake, to get up. Blake's slow to get up there. An offensive line was just going to say, hey, go ahead and get out of bounds. Go ahead and get out. All right, guess what? That was an out-of-bounds push, so clock stops at 536. You're going to say this every time. I'm going to say it every time, man. We haven't even got to five minutes. We've ran seven plays and ain't got to five minutes yet. I'm just kidding, folks. That's part of the game. Three receivers. They're going to hand it off to 45 Adams. Adams follows the blockers up the middle. He's going to, uh, looks like a first down. Did he get a first down? I believe so. So he picked up with the cab, fix it first down inside the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Remember, stay tuned after we're after our broadcast. Uh, the Monk and Sammy Scoreboard Report will be on next as they give you all the scores and highlights from around the area and the state. 
So stay tuned for the Monk and Sammy scoreboard report because I can't give them to you because my, my site won't update. <laughs> All right, Varnador has two running backs in the backfield. That, you said Adams, right? Am yep. I saying that right? Okay, yep, Caden Adams. Blade, Blaylock and Adams in the backfield with Varnador. They're on each side, three receivers. Varnador going to let the clock go down. Takes a, takes a snap, hands it off to Blaylock. He doesn't pick up much, maybe a yard. Maybe enough for DeKalb fix it first down. Yeah, I think he may have got the first down at least. So he does, and they're going to say, wind that clock. Nope, not wind it. Yeah, they're going to wind it after they set the ball. So now Fort Payne will play the, let's watch the, let's run the clock down. Thank you. So it seems since the, I think they got too much of a rest on that week off, Brian. They, they've been sluggish. Yeah. Last two games. A little four minutes to go here. Ten on the play clock. Fort Payne leading 35-14. Barnador again with two running backs each side. He's going to. Nope. <laughs> somebody's going to mess up. Yeah, neither one of them wanted the ball. So Varnador looked to want to hand off, but he took off. The running back took off, so he just he ended up getting sacked, losing about five yards. Yeah, that was Caden. Yeah. The one he went to talk to is the one that had the problem. <laughs> All right, so that'll be second down and 14. It's 33, not 32. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Second and 14. Clock is ticking. 3.44 to go. Fort Payne looking to get out of this one and health-wise unscathed. Uh, I think the only one that didn't play tonight was Caden Dubos. Monador high snap. He gets it down in time to hand it off to is that Blaylock that took yeah. that one? Blaylock. Yeah. He's going to pick up about three or four on that play. It's going to bring up third and ten with 3.15 to go. I don't look for anything fancy here. No, Fort Payne's going to be content. They're, they'll try to pick up a first down if they can, which it's third and 11, but I would expect, I don't know, he may throw on this down. I might look for a quarterback keeper right here. I mean, uh, Varnador hadn't ran a whole lot tonight. He's had a couple of good runs. One running back in the backfield. He's going to say he is looking to throw, and he's going to do the screen. They're going to find uh, 15 coming around in, and, but he's not going to get enough for the first down. That's Josh Everett there. Josh Everett, he's going to pick up five, it looks like. So it's going to be fourth and five with 240 to go in the game. I probably would go for it and just run it. Yeah, I think they're probably going to just give, uh, try to get the first down and maybe try to run the clock out or, or just get this thing bled down as far as they can. So two and a half to go in this one. Fort Payne leading 35-14 here in Hazel Green, Alabama. Fort Payne will be having a three-game stint here as their next three home games against Buckhorn, Athens, and finishing off with Cherokee County. One more region game in Buckhorn. Could be a lot of marbles on the line next week. Yeah. Depending it, on the final. It's looking. Looks like Hazel Green offsides, but I don't see a flag as Fort Payne tries to sneak through. They may have the first down. Let's see. I don't know. I can't tell. I, I can't believe that wasn't offsides. <laughs> I mean, that lineman was over the top of the center as he's as he's getting it to Barnador. Buckhorn 34-22 over lead now. All right, so the Hazel Green Trojans hold. So with a under just under two minutes to go in the game, they'll get the ball on their own six-yard line. What was that score, Brian? I was 34-22. So if this holds then that's going to mean next week will be for that second spot. 
and uh, Fort Payne have an opportunity to win next week and host the first round of playoff game. And uh, I, I kind of look for that game with something being on the line and being a home game. I look for us to be a little, little more sharper. Yeah, I, I think, I think that'll be plenty of motivation. And as you say, crisper, crisper. That's, that is not. We are not talking crispitos, which you have, which the kids have at school. Or crispy toes, as my kids call them. <laughs> All right, minute 55 to go. 35-14 lead for the Wildcats over the Trojans. They hand it off to the big running back. He's trying to find a hole for Payne there. Tackles him for about a yard gain. Be second and nine. Don't forget, stay tuned after this. If you're listening to us on the radio for the Monk and Sammy scoreboard report, you can catch all the scores and highlights from games around the area and the state. If you're watching us on FPTV, uh, I guess we'll have an Elmore interview after yeah, the game. I would think so. Well, it's, 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 oh, and there's a flag thrown just, just before the play even starts. And they said something to the Hazel Green lineman. So that, that lineman's about to come out. You know, to point out something that, that should be obvious to us, Chris, is, 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 some of the inconsistencies tonight and some of the struggles offensively and even defensively. Uh, how, do you, how do you imagine being winless and down 35 to 14 and keep a positive attitude? Boy, I tell you what, it's got to be rough on that other sideline. It's got to be rough. <laughs> uh, so see, who they, see who they play next. Uh, losing is no fun. Losing if, every single week is really no fun. I don't know if they have a win. I'll tell you something about Hazel Green, though. They have, they used to have a great girls basketball they do. They're team. They're still winning champion. I think they've won like 20 in a row. Or when I came into the basketball then, there was a girl 6'4", 6'5", on their team. All right, Hazel Green's going to hand off the running back, looking to go right side. He steps through a couple of tackles. Fort Payne knocks him down after about a four-yard gain, no, about a three-yard gain. That's going to bring up third and five. Actually, it's about a seven-yard gain because they did lose yardage after the penalty. One minute to go, folks. Am I excited? You are excited. We're all excited. <laughs> all God's children are excited. Yes, sir, that's right. 35 to 14 lead as we are now under one minute to play here in Hazel Green, Alabama. Your Wildcats lead 35-14. Hazel Green with the ball, third and seven. They're going to hand it off to the big running back. He goes to the right side, looking to find a hole, and he skips around some tackles. Fort Payne finally wraps him up, pushes him out of bounds, which you know what that'll do? Stop the, stop the clock. Hayes Green has May Jemison next weekend. <clears throat> well, May Jemison, I guess, played Gat. What was the final on the Gaston City score? They played Gaston City tight ish. It was 21 to 7. Uh, so. 42 to 7. Oh, never mind. <laughs> so Hazel Green might have some. Is that is that who they only team they got left that they might compete? I don't know. I don't know after that. You know, it's, t it's tough to have a goose egg on your win, win column. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's no fun. 32 seconds to go. Hazel Green with the ball, first and 10. Uh, was that a direct snap? No, it was a, he faked the handoff and then ran it, so that'll okay. do it. All right, 25 seconds to go. Fort Payne leading 35-14. Be second down and 10. And I think they're just going to let it go and run out, and they will. So your Fort Payne Wildcats take this one here in Hazel Green, 35-14 to 14 over the Trojans. We'll take a two-minute break, and we'll be back with our thoughts on tonight's action and interview with Coach Elmore.
and we'll be back after this. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. community and the love for the game that's what southern properties and wildcat football are all about at southern properties we don't just sell homes we support dreams rooted in fort Payne, just like you southern properties is your local real estate partner utilizing cutting edge technology we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting join us in celebrating the community spirit support wildcat football with southern properties from southern properties We're back in Hazel Green, Alabama, where your Fort Payne Wildcats have defeated the Hazel Green Trojans 35-14. to 14. Uh, Brian, thoughts on tonight's action? Well, as we mentioned in the first half, Fort Payne early uh, looking sloppy in a lot of ways, um, and, and more so even in some of the, the, the league game. It uh, seems like they cleaned up some of that in the second half. There's still some, some good coaching that needs to be uh, for those guys to help out on offense and defense. But uh, it's there. The talent's there. The ability's there. Next week, if, if, if uh, Buckhorn continues to hold serve in their game, uh, it, it's going to be a showdown for that second spot. And so uh, really a lot, lot to play for, a lot to clean up, a lot to, uh, to get excited about. And there's really nothing uh, that you need to take away from a negative. You just When you play bad like that and, and happens two weeks in a row, it can get to feel like, well, what's going on? What's wrong? Wheels are coming off, things like that. And that's not happening. It's just uh, you've got to go back to work. You've got to grind that thing out and you got to get back into a consistency where things are more uh, predictable and you're able to predict what you're supposed to do. You're, you're making your plays, you're getting your alignments, your assignments. And this defense and offense has shown that. There's some injuries a little with Caden not being able to play tonight. Um, you know, they can hurt some on those edges, um, things like that. But Fort Payne, there's nothing wrong there. Um, and folks, uh, and, and you know playing sports, I know playing sports, you see it in college, you see it in pro, well not pro, but you see it in college, the preparation for the game, when you're going to play a team that's, you know, on paper not as good, on paper right. their record's not good, yeah. and you think, and you have that mentality, we should go in there and, and have no problem, and you're if you're not ready to strike and handle it, 
it can it can look sloppy. Yeah. Give the other team hope. Yeah. I've, I've lost games like that. I think that will happen last week. That's what happened last week. Yeah, absolutely. So Fort Payne has got plenty ahead of them, and and um, that's a that's a real positive. So uh, the good news is they did play some sloppy football and won, and everything still sits out front of them. So um, there's no reason to sit and, and mope and whine or, or or wish things were not what they were. They were and. And uh, good football teams and, and kids of character, which these kids are and these coaches, they go back to the drawing board and go, okay, we got to clean some things up because it can cost us. It's going to hurt us if we don't fix some of these things in these last three games because, um, you know, Athens and Cherokee County and certainly Buckhorn next week, that's not going to show any pity on you. You've got to be ready to go. So. All right, while we wait on Coach Elmore to finish up with the players, let me uh, talk about our sponsors real quick, Fort Payne Urgent Care, DeKalb Wholesale. Builder Supply, Rick's Appliance, Cedar Bluff Oil, Bruce's Foodland, My Supply, Westmoreland Tire, Patterson's Music and Jewelry, North Alabama Trophies, Shankles Body Shop, Alpha Insurance Agent Tyler Griggs, DeKalb Fix-It Appliance Store, Puro Clean, Annette Wright with Remax Property Center, Clark Auto Sales, First Fidelity Bank, and Thrive Outdoor. Thank you to all the sponsors. Without you guys, we wouldn't be able to stand here in the mist and talk about Fort Payne Athletics right now. We see Coach Elmore walking up to the FPTV camera. We will get an interview with him real quick, and we'll knock that out in just a second. So, Coach, we had a good win over Hazel Green tonight. Um, there's a lot of good things, a lot of good plays we had tonight. What are some things that you think we need to work on going into our next game, this upcoming game? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, every win's a good win, no matter what the score is, and we're always going to celebrate those. And uh, you cannot take it for granted. We learned that the, the, the hard way last week. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's like every every week, whether you win or lose, we got to go back and, and we got to get better at some fundamental stuff, and um, we got to get better at blocking and tackling and throwing and catching, and you know, do the things that we know how to do. And uh, we had we had just a few too many uncharacteristic mistakes uh, offensively tonight. Um, and but you know they were doing some different stuff blitzing wise and maybe that just made us uh, a little unnervous or a, a little nervous and a little, little un, uh, restful if you will and but we got to get back to work this week and just settle in and do our stuff but I thought our defense played played better tonight and uh, and made some big stops when we need to and like I said a win's a win and we always gonna be happy when we win. All right, congratulations coach. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it.